Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends. It's tough. We're in a very tough spot. I think that what we're doing right now is of great benefit and virtue because it's an end around between this whole corrupt informational system, media system. We claim to believe in a God who spoke the universe into existence and literally raised himself from the dead. And yet we're not going to believe that anything else exists in the spirit realm, even though his word tells us that they do. Their bodies weren't permitted to go to sleep like humans do. And they weren't permitted to go to heaven. So they wander the earth. You know, I've seen the eyes turn black to unknown tongues being spoken. These giants would live way up in the highland. The young graves, the young men would hide up in the trees and wait for one of these 12 footers to come walking down the path and they would jump on them and kill them, drag them back to the village and the village would feast on the body. Then people start to get weapons, they start to get armor, they start to build cities, they start to fortify their cities. Now, God looks down and there's violence everywhere. The battle, this war that we are at, is not against each other. It's against these principalities and these rulers and these archons in the high places. It's really worthwhile to read the Bible yourself. Fear is one of the primary drivers of mind control because we have to take every thought captive and resist fear. You're going to have a testimony that is a justice case against the kingdom of darkness. Welcome back to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Thank you for being here. On this episode, I will be airing part one of the symposium that was held in April. And this is about three hours long. It's a little bit different than a normal podcast episode because it was not a podcast. This is the audio from symposium part one. And Enoch from the rundown of our reality Mary Callie and Tori from NCRN Radio Network and Marquise from Fireback Radio. We dive into a plethora of different topics, warning people of what could be coming down the pipeline. And we hash out a bunch of different ideas. We cover some quantum AI, human 2.0, the mark of the beast, depopulation, super soldiers, the laboratory, aliens, clones, worldwide disasters the beast system and religion, healthcare. This is part one of two parts. And a heads up, this was a video that was broadcast live to all over the place. So there is about a five minute window a few different times where we took a break from the live recording and some music plays. So when you hear Marquise who narrates this symposium pretty much say, hey, we're gonna take a five minute break. It is literally five minutes long. There's some cool jazzy music that's get, that gets played. If you're into that kind of thing, you can rock out to the music. If not, just fast forward five minutes to jump right back into the conversation. And a part two to the symposium will be released here shortly, covering more of these topics, diving deeper into 
air pollution, water pollution, how depopulation is happening right underneath of our noses. But most importantly, I want to encourage you guys to get into the Bible for yourself. Now is the time to repent and to call on God's name, to just be honest and real with him, everything that you're dealing with and going through. And it is imperative we empty ourselves before him. We don't have to do this with the camera on or the microphone on. This is something we do in the secret place. I believe we should go into our rooms, close the door and pray to our father in secret. And I really hope that symposiums or episodes, anything anything that I broadcast here on the Millennium Mustard Seed helps you guys to take your walk more seriously, to, to dive deeper. And now is the time to get right with the Lord, you guys. So I'm ready to jump into this episode. It's going to be a wild ride. Are you guys ready? Because I'm ready. Let's go. gentlemen welcome back i'm the moderator marquise washington and this is the awakening knowledge 2023 a warning to the church symposium with me again tonight we have rodney smith jr with the millennial mustard seed podcast enoch putris uh again with the rundown of our reality tori trogdon and also mary Kelly, both with ncrnetwork.com so let's get the conversation started Okay, we're going to go look back at the fall. So, Mary, mm. you know, we look at the world and what do we see? We see co- corruption at every turn. Corruption usually entails someone trying to squeeze somebody else out for their own personal gain, for their own personal benefit. So, what is it about man that we have endless war amongst ourselves? So, let's go back, if you will, to the original sin because sin has to start from somewhere. What do you say? Um, well, first of all, what I'm going to say is this, it all started from the garden of Eden. We've been going down here ever since, uh, the moment that we believed the lie, the moment that we disobeyed is the moment that death entered the world. The moment that the fall of man happened. The more, the more, you know, deceit started coming into the world. We, 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 came, we became compromised. This is when fear came in. This is where shame came in. This is where a lack of trust came in. And all because we believed the lie. And we've been believing lies ever since. And because of that, it has inflicted so much turmoil from the front, from the pulpit to the door, from the front to the back. And what we don't realize is that as time goes on, we get generation after generation that gets more wickeder and more wiser and less uh, in tune with the Lord. That, what happened in the garden, really did sever what we had. In other words, we had everything. We had eternal life. We had wisdom, knowledge, understanding. We had everything. We had the righteousness because we were God's creator. We were made in his image, not just the fact of the physical, but on a spiritual level. 
But what happened was the moment we decided, because we made a decision, and that's the problem. We make decisions without understanding the consequences of those decisions, thinking that we're going to miss something, thinking that we need extra as if God's not enough. And what happened? We believe a lie, thinking that is true, which goes back to scripture that says, lean not on your own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Okay. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. It should be as health to thy navel and and, and marrow to thy bones. We have to understand that it all started there and it just escalated, escalated, escalated. This is where the deception comes in. This is where depopulation comes in. This is where everything that we're seeing today started back there in the garden. So that's, that's really kind of bothersome because, I mean, what do you say to people who say, well, I wasn't there. I mean, what, what do you say to people who say, you know, it's not my fault that we're born into sin. I didn't ask to be here. What do you say to people like that? You didn't have to ask to be here, but you're here. I mean, I didn't ask to be, I don't know. I didn't ask to live where I live, but I'm here. I didn't ask to be anything, but you're here. God allows it. And that's the problem. I think we try to try to uh, put ourselves in God's place when it comes down to things like that. Well, I didn't do it, but here's the thing. The thing is, is that you have that sin nature. That sin nature started right in the garden. Eve is the mother of all creation. That sin nature, and, and, and so is Adam, okay? That sin nation, na- nature has been passed down from generation to generation to generation. It's like, it's like have, you ever, have you ever heard somebody say, you know, you act just like your great-grandfather, or you look just like your great-great-aunt? Things are passed down to people. You didn't ask for it. Okay, you didn't ask to look like your great-great-grandfather. You didn't ask to look like your great-great-aunt or your great-great-uncle or whatever the case may be. You didn't ask to look like your daddy, but you do because things are passed out. You have no say in the matter. You did not create man. You don't know how DNA works. You don't know how any of this works. This is the creator who allowed this. This is the creator who created this. And if he wants you to look like a billy goat, he'll have you look like that. But the truth of the matter is, is that he's the one that's in charge. And for you to say, well, I didn't ask for it is that's not quite the right thing to say because you don't get to dictate to God what happens because of sin. You don't get to say, well, I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's like somebody who says, well, you know, I know judgment is on the land of the United States, but I'm not the one that had the abortion, but I'm not the one that, you know, is killing, that's doing the sex trafficking. So why should I get punished? Well, because you, let's put it this way. The land is being punished. Okay. The land is being punished. You live on this land. And because you live on this land and you refuse to acknowledge that there's a problem other than just lip service, you become a part of it. You, you're, you're here. You're going to, you're going to feel the brunt of it. It's just like people over in where are they having that war at, you know, they're literally people that had nothing to do with the decision to go to war and nothing to do with that, but they're feeling it because they live in a land that is corrupt. So to say that I ain't got nothing to do with that. They ain't got nothing to do with me. That's not it. That's weak. That's a weak. So we're stuck. We're st- so we're stuck in disobedience. Yeah. We're stuck in judgment. Uh-huh. And that basically sticks us in punishment. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So what? So, so 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 what is the ultimate punishment? Death, without God, for, for to be outside of the will of God, and to uh, be separated from Him, even after death. That is the ultimate punishment, because there ain't no getting back. There ain't no repentance. There is no forgiveness. There is no redemption. It's a it's a that is the ultimate. But people don't look that far. People only look to what's happening now. And that's the big problem that we have. We do not. And, and the sad thing about it is we don't hear nobody preaching this in the pulpit. Right. Nobody preaches this. Everybody just goes along and just preaches blessings and whatever else they pray, you know, healings. And, you know, that's all fine and dandy. But let's get down to the nitty gritty of why we are here. Let's understand why we are complaining about it. Well, I mean, it's okay to play, complain about it, but understand where it came from. You know, if you don't think kids are sinful, look at little. Let me tell you something. Let me ask this question. What makes a little two-year-old lie? Where did they learn how to lie or a one-year-old learn how to lie? And they will lie with a straight face. With a straight face and look dead in your eye. Did you go in the cookie jar? No. <laughs> Chocolate all around their face. Crumbs Chocolate. everywhere. Cookie jar turned over and then the floor broke up. Cookies all over the place. No. And they know they did it. But some people may say, well, they don't understand what they did. Do they now? Two-year-old do. A two-year-old does. They know. You ever see a kid, don't touch that, just go and put their hand and start touching something? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. disobedience, rebellion, which is witchcraft. That is a sin nature that's in us. That's in us. If it wasn't in us, our parents wouldn't have to whip our behinds or or, or chastise us. You know? You, you, but, know you know what's amazing to me is that we don't necessarily know the conversations that Adam had with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't necessarily know how long he walked with, right. with God. That's right. And then when Eve came along, we don't know how, how long both of them walked and with talked God. and had mm -hmm. first person contact. Yep. I mean, with, with the one who made you mm -hmm. that right there just kind of sends chills because nobody's ever, I've never heard anybody bring that up in church. Yeah. You, you don't know how long that's been happening. So yeah, we, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know the conversation. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I can, I mean, when I think of that, I can then understand why the judgment can be so steep, mm -hmm. how the punishment can be so steep, because they may have been there for a thousand years, as far as we know, talking and walking yeah. with God. And yet they acted like a bunch of teenagers and yep. started to go against God. Exactly. I mean, just, just think about this. It's like somebody who you, you have really exposed the secrets of your life. You've told them everything. You've shown them everything. We don't know. Like you said, that conversation, how deep they got, you know, right. what you just don't know. And you think there's a level of trust. Now, granted, mm -hmm. now, granted, God knew they were going to do this, but still, okay, they didn't know they were going to do this. But you would think that they had enough trust in God that a serpent or no one would have been able to sway them because nobody right. was talking to them like God was talking to them. They knew who the creator was. You can't tell me they didn't. You can't tell me they didn't because if they didn't know, they wouldn't have hid themselves when they did wrong. Absolutely. So absolutely, they knew. It's just a matter of you know, they, somebody got in their head. 
somebody got in their head and made them decide to question God, which is where we get into problems. And gentlemen, you guys can jump on in there if you Please. like. But what's what's amazing to me is, I mean, we are so far removed from the original sin, and yet we are bearing the full brunt, and it, it, it's spread like a cancer. And we're dealing with it's 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 crazy to think about. We're this is what we're dealing with, and you said it earlier about the problems that we're having now came from that one point. Mm-hmm. And so I think you told me also, don't be surprised. Why are you surprised? Yeah. We all know where sin came from. And, and, and this is what we're dealing with. And when you put it into that perspective, why should I be surprised when I hear about grown men marrying seven-year-old girls? Why? I mean, why should I be surprised when we hear about people um, getting tied up and cut you know, just so somebody could drink their blood. Why should I even be surprised when it's all sin? Anybody else want to jump in there? Yeah, I'll you say know. this real quick. I think it's interesting that when we're kids, we know what's right and wrong. Like we lie. Yes, Auntie Mary, you're 100% right. We'll lie. No, I didn't go in the cookie jar. But we know what's right and wrong. That's why there's that embarrassment, there, that, that tight feeling inside of you where you're like, you freeze up because you know you're in the wrong. But I believe the heart gets calloused over time as well. You get calloused. You just get used to sinning. You get used to doing what's wrong. And it it's like calluses on your hands. If you look at my hands, I have calluses on my hands. It does. I don't feel as easy. They're tough. Right. The same with the heart of man. So we inherit sin in the garden. And now we're natural. The natural man is sinning, but was being passed on. So it's naturally inherited and we're practicing sin and we're becoming callous to it. So as we grow and become men and women, now we're just hardened and we're easy to sin and forget about God. That's just my kind of commentary real quick on that easy to sin and forget about God. Mm -hmm. And you look at the world right now in, in the music, in the, in the entertainment and all of that. I mean, even in just regular conversations, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. I I, I wanted to say something, Um, you know, as we get older, I mean, we've, we've talked about the beginning stages of how we come into sin. And, you know, as, even as we get older and we start to learn and understand exactly what sin is, and how we still choose to still sin along with that. And so it's, it's stated in 1 John 3, 4, whosoever cometh sin transgresseth, transgresseth also the law. Um, for sin is transgression of the law. And when we understand what's from right and wrong, and we still, we still, we still do those different types of things, we're, we're directly disobeying God which makes the penalty so steep, which, which makes the reality of what sin is that much more difficult to swallow, especially in the, you know, I don't want to, you know, assume, but I'm, I can only imagine how that is in, a, in the eyes of our father. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the, the, the 15 year old in me wants to say that that's not fair. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's the 15 year old in me. You know, I mean, I have two teenage boys and I hear that all day because life apparently is so hard and then nothing is fair. 
but it is what it is. I mean, deal with it. And that's what we're here to do. And um, so anybody else, any, any more comments, gentlemen, lady? Actually, no, I don't have any other comments. I mean, just, 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 I'm just going to say this to everybody. Please don't get to the point where you think that it's okay to, uh, I guess you say, voice your opinion about something you know nothing about, you haven't done any research about. Um, don't think that you are without reproach. Don't think that you are without sin. Don't think that you don't deserve to be punished. Don't think that you don't need uh, salvation. Don't think these way. Don't think that way. We all fall short of the glory of God. We have been falling short since the moment we were conceived. Um, we're not beyond reproach. We need to understand that we need a savior but we are definitely going to go over some stuff that's going to hurt your feelings and it's going to really put a, a monkey wrench in what you believe. But one thing you have to understand is that we have become so sinful now. It's almost like Sodom and Gomorrah. We're literally going back to where it was, what they were doing. We're literally the, almost there. Think about what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, God just pretty mm-hmm. much like I'm the fire. Just take fire yep. to it. Think about what happened with a Noah. He was like it flooded. I mean, at one, with Noah, he was like, I repented making man. I wish I never made him. That's how hmm. bad we are. And that's, you can see it going back. Like Jesus said, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the son of man come. So what was going on in the days of Noah? What was going hmm. on back in the garden of Eden? We had giants walking the earth, 450 feet tall and more. Okay, we had all sorts of Nephilim things going on. We had hybrids walking around. There was blood all over the place. It was more than just people partying and having sex like crazy and all of that. It was more than that. Yeah, it's it's, it's scary. It's so scary. You you turn on the news nowadays. You they they were just discussing how uh, in Africa and Ghana and places like that where you know they have now set laws that would penalize or even uh, give people jail time when committing um, different types of sin when it comes to uh, the flesh, when it comes to um, uh, people who are uh, practicing uh, unnatural lust of desire, when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, people who are in the LGBTQ community and things of that nature. And so Ghana, you know, they, 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 they got together and said, we're going to set these laws and we're going to put these in place. And then you have people over the West coming over saying, that, hey, wait a minute, what are you doing? You're, you're infringing on uh, people's uh, rights to live and this, that and the other. And they're trying to make it sound like, you know, this is something that we should be allowing. So, you know, there was a passage in the Bible in Jude 1, um, verse 1 through 7, that says, even in Sodom and Gomorrah, in the cities about them, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, mm-hmm. uh, are set forth an example, suffering and vengeance of internal fire. So, when, why are we not discussing these things when it comes to the church? Why aren't we still teaching congregations, families, and and, and emphasizing just how how much the family should be protected 
And this is some of the things that they're still doing in African countries, which they're getting chastised for when it comes to people over in the West. It's absolutely insane. Something that you, uh, something that Mary said early in reference to um, like in the days of Noah, I mean, the thing that, that stood out to me was the Nephilim mm. and the Nephilim standing 450 feet tall. I mean, I can't even fathom what that looks like. Yeah, that looks like a skyscraper coming down the block. And, and that to me, you know, about the, you know, men's hearts will fail them for what's coming on the earth. If something, if, can you imagine something of that size I mean, this will be like, and we've all seen it. We've all seen the Godzilla movies, right? We've all seen the Godzilla. I mean, what if that was something other than what we've ever seen before? Obviously not Godzilla. Mm. So so who wants to tell the people about the Nephilim? What is a Nephilim and how did they come about? Somebody can grab that. I shot that shot. Grab it. I'll read Genesis 6-4 quick, and then somebody else can pick up some insights on it. But Genesis 6-4, there were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. I'm speechless. <laughs> I mean, how, how does that even happen? I think Enoch I is mean, trying to talk, but he's got his mic muted. Yeah, go ahead and unmute yourself, Enoch. Nope, we can't hear you, sir. Uh, <laughs> he's going to fix we, it. Yeah, yeah. You might want to, as Mary would tell me, you got to reboot and come on back in. I mean, that's what I've had to do a few times. But, I mean... I mean, how, how they are fallen angels. Right. And so how does a, how does an angel procreate with the human being? We're waiting for how you. How does that even happen? Hmm. Waiting for well, yeah. Who wants to go? Yeah, Tori. Well, Tori. you know, basically because they are divine beings or you could call them entities, you could call them aliens. You, there's so many different words to describe what angels are, but they've said that they are able to shape, uh, shape, uh, shift. They're able to transmutate, right? There's a lot of different ways in which they can actually disguise themselves as regular human beings. They're still doing that today, (laughs) believe it or not. Wait Um, a minute. Wait, wait, time out, time out, time out. (laughs) You mean to tell me what you're telling me is that, I mean, because I used to go to this church, and the pastor would say, we have to be careful because we we may be entertaining angels unaware, yes. right? So basically what I heard you say was there might be something else up in the church as well. And something else walking down the sidewalk who looked at us sideways and we caught it, but we just kept it moving. You mean to tell me that these things are still swimming, flying and floating and walking around? What's going on? Go ahead, Enoch. He's, his, his mic is working. No, <laughs> there he is. We're gonna, we're gonna release the Kraken. <laughs> well, let, let me comment for like 10 seconds and oh, then I'll go pass right, it right to you, Enoch. We know that the word angel in the Hebrew is malak, and in the Greek, it's angelos. Right. 
And in the English, we have angel. And I think we've seen the, the generations past paint angels as these fat little babies with wings shooting a bow and arrow. And everybody has a misconception as to what angels are. But angel in the word of God, in the Bible, it is a job title. It is not a description. It's a job title. So the word says are not angels all ministering spirits who come to minister to those who shall inherit eternity. In Psalms 91, 11, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. I just think that's fascinating. Enoch, yeah. I can't wait to hear what you have yeah, to say we, about we, this. Ready, ready. Oh, well, I mean, really my specialty is more is is more today, but but the yeah. but the Nephilim the Nephilim, the heroes of old, the men of renown, they're called many things. One of them one of them is not these lines of Sethite. Anyway, um so so the yeah, the Nephilim <laughs> they walk around how they're how they're here today. Uh it's a transmutation. It is it is the creation of ge- or the creation of someone else's genetics that are not of God. Anything that is not genuine of God, that is of God's light, of God's power, is um, of a satanic, of a dark spirit, and does not have the Holy Spirit, or does not have the spark of God. So therefore, these Nephilim, and why they're so dangerous, and, and why uh, we're stuck in this in this. Uh, real horror once you figure out what's going on uh, is because these things are basically walking psychopaths. So, um, yeah, anyway, Hi, how's it going? And so it, it, it seems like their job, um, whether they meant for it to be their job or not, was that they came down and polluted the bloodline. Yeah, yeah, well, that's and that's it's it's the the pollution of the bloodline that or the iniquity, right? Mm-hmm. That is cherished amongst what I call the incestual uh royal bloodlines. So, they like to call themselves the royal bloodlines, but really they're the incestual royal bloodlines because they practice within iniquity, they marry between themselves and they find worth in sharing that iniquity or the more the more iniquity you have in that royal bloodline, the more valuable you are to um, the war against God. So what, and, and this is this is for everybody, what is the connection outside of what we just heard? Is there any other connection between the Nephilim and Satan? Now, Satan... I mean, if we, we need to work on definitions here, because to me, Satan is anything that goes against God's plan. Uh, a lot of people think that Satan is just one, the one leader of the demonic en- entities. So when it is, when you say Satan to me, it is, it is anything that goes against God. So do you mean like the the Freemasonic um, Lucifer, or do you mean all of the demonic? I would say um, all of the above. I mean, what what is what? I mean, because I mean, if if we can play both sides of that, I mean, the Nephilim came down and they did what they did. Like you said, they, if they're against God, doesn't matter necessarily the definition of Satan because they all did the work of Satan. Am I, am know, I, the, the am word set, Well, the word says that Satan wants to be like God. He wants to ascend to God's heights. 
he wants to parallel what God does and steal his glory. So Satan, you know, we can look, I believe it's going to be Ezekiel. I might be wrong, but there's a description in the word of truth about Satan about how beautiful his voice is, about he's covered in these gemstones. He's illuminated. He's beautiful, right? He's leading the worship in heaven. And now there's this point where the Satan or this devil, the dragon of old, many different names, but I agree that he is hired to do biddings of the kingdom. And he's also an adversary, an accuser of the brethren, which means he is after our hearts and souls to get us trapped into bondage and into death. But he also has a place in him that was found by God that got him cast out of heaven because he wanted to be like God. Yep. And I was, I was just about to ask, ask that same question. Like what does, what does Satan ultimately want? He wants to be like God. Yes. So yes. what did he, what did God do? He created this world. He also created man in his image. So Satan was like, you know what? I could do that too. Let me go ahead and take <laughs> yes. what God, what, you know, what, what he created. I'm going to take a little bit of that and I'm going to make my own perfect exactly. being in my image. And boom, poof, here comes Nephilim, you know, and he's a, he's an imitator of God. He wants to imitate everything and emulate everything that God has done because he feels like he can be God. Yeah. You know, and, and other, think, go ahead. Sorry. No, you no, know, ahead. it's, it's yeah. really interesting. Y'all, y'all are saying this, you know, but that he wants to be like God. I mean, first of all, he, he looked at himself and said, look at me. <laughs> I'm gorgeous. Yeah, I'm gorgeous because he <laughs> look at Enoch. Okay, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He he looked at himself and said, "I'm gorgeous. There's nobody like me. You know, I got pipes in me. You know, I can make music. I'm in charge of the music. You know, that's why music is very dangerous. Okay, it is very dangerous. We don't realize how. I mean, his head got swollen." And he realized, you know what, I can, like you tell, like you said, Tori, I can do what God does. I can do everything he does. You know, I can do everything. I want his power. I want his throne. I want his kingdom. I want everything. He had pride. He covered God. The very thing that we are really good at is coveting. That's one of the worst things you could do because coveting makes you resentful. When you covet, you are resentful. You have jealousy. You're not content. You disdain, you despise because you're jealous. You want what other people have instead of just being what he was meant to be in the role that he was playing. And just like, just like Eve, just like Eve, just like Eve, just like Adam. Instead of y'all just staying where you are, stay in your lane, stay in your pay grade. What you decided to do is the, I'm going to be like, God, there's nothing worse than a child. How can I put this without triggering people? No, 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 no. Hold up. Trigger people. Okay. There's nothing more crazy than a child that kind of like bucks you. Rebellious. Buck you. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm just as bad as you. You know, it's like, I'm going to take myself as an example. When I was a teenage girl, okay, full-grown woman now, older, because I started to develop, 
and I started smelling myself, now you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Now, I'm going to talk to my parents any kind of way. I'm going to try to do whatever it is I want to do. And that's exactly what Satan tried to do. I'm going to go ahead and try to buck the creator. I know you created me. So what? It don't make no difference. You know, you, you, you knew, you knew, you didn't give any other angel what you gave me because you knew I could handle it. Talk about the pride. Talk about the, talk about the, just crazy thoughts. And for this knucklehead to be able to convince one third of the angels what type of mouth he had on him to make them do that. Now, th- here's the thing that gets me. People always say, well, you know, I would never fall for anything like that. I would never fall into uh, do what, you know, if I, if I experienced God, I would never. Come on now, Adam and Eve experienced God and you see what happened to them. What makes you think you are above reproach? Satan is up there in the third heaven at one point. Seeing everything. Matter of fact, when God was creating things, they were busy. They were praising God. And then what, what happened? Did one of the stars that he create hit you in the head? What happened? Something happened that made him decide that he was better than even his own creator. There's nothing worse when a child thinks that they are above their parent. They're above their creator. With with those thoughts, right? The and you you were you're starting to hit on it. So <clears throat> the lead the the lead Satan there, the the head, uh, decided to um, convince one third of the uh, angels to follow him. But what is that? That's a math problem, don't isn't it? One third. You only yeah. got one third. Yeah, you only got That's, one third. <laughs> and you don't have God on your side. That's a loss. That is 100% loss. So what does he have to do? He has to create a new army. And what is that army? The Nephilim. Nephilim. And then that's why they exist. And you It's know, not just to corrupt man. It is to corrupt man, but it's not just to corrupt, corrupt man. It's to create these, these, psychopath, these psychopathic beings that will fight for you no matter what and, and against you, but for you, anything to destroy God. And, uh, uh, and that's, and that's where we are, right? That's, that's the full circle of why the Nephilim exist and why it is important to understand them because it's a numbers game. It is a numbers it's a war. game. Yeah. You know, I was, I, I, I grew up Catholic, you know, that's, uh, what my denomination was when I was born went to a bunch of different Catholic schools and stuff. So my indoctrination runs deep when it comes to, uh, the ritualistic ideology of the Catholic faith in the Roman Catholic faith, by the way. Now, it's interesting, you know, that we're talking about this with the Nephilim angels, uh, especially. You know, I always wondered, I always had a question, a lot of questions when it came to that particular type of faith and how they seem to practice it. However, it's kind of different that, you know, in, in our Bibles, we don't get a lot of information in reference to angels or, you know, all of that aspects of what happened after they fell. And so I learned as I got older that a lot of the books from the Bible were taken out. And one of those books, the book of Enoch, <laughs> was one of those that actually touched on a lot of different activities. And one of the things I remember reading about Enoch is that there was an angel 
that was kind of the leader, but they never named him as Satan. They named him as something different. And he got all of the angels up at Mount Sinai to agree to take on the daughters of men. And they bind themselves at, uh, what was it? Mount Hermes, I believe. Mount Hermon. Yeah. They bound, they bound with curses. Exactly. So with that all said, you know, how they take those things out of the Bible to really uh, allow the ignorance of it all to manifest into our belief system. What do you think about that? Enoch? like, isn't it kind of weird how the book of Enoch talks about the leader of these angels, but he doesn't call them Satan. Yeah. Well, they're, they're the watchers, right? So the fallen watchers and, um, so they come down on Mount Hermon Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and basically they should, what are they doing? They're doing the exact same thing that's coming in this great deception, uh, in, which is about a year from now, maybe a year and a half at most. But, uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're coming down, they're um, offering gifts, offering knowledge, offering ways to um, to survive without God. And that's what that's what the the roots are, cutting of roots and herbs and understanding how plants work. Right. Because that, that's also in the book of Enoch. That's what they taught how to do how to do all of this wizardry. Right. Because surviving without God is wizardry. And uh, uh, yeah, that's. That's what the that's what the fallen did, and I'm just I'm just bringing up the uh, the book of Enoch here so we can so we can uh, list those list those names. Mm-hmm. But of course, did I have it prepared? Uh, you'd think we'd bring it up uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just I just found that so interesting. You know how like mm-hmm. the book of Enoch really was a detailed description of Enoch being the the one that would relay information for the angels to God. He was like the mediator. You know, God would talk to Enoch, Enoch would talk to the angels, the angels would talk to Enoch, then Enoch would bring it back to the Most High. You know, and, you know, he was the mediator for them. And it's just interesting how, while he describes all of the watchers and things of that nature, it's just interesting that, you know, Satan's name, his actual name, never really arise, or if it did, is it not that we actually know his real name, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And w- with them throughout, throughout history, the game plan was to, um, the, the game plan to get us where we are today is to for completely forget all about them. Mm. Right. And that's why the book of Enoch is also so important because it is, it's basically Genesis six, four in depth. Mm. And, and so, yeah, releasing, releasing the book of Enoch, people are, waking up like that book woke me up it, it was outstanding so uh and i i now i now have it open here so the blessings of enoch here and uh um and i do have i th- i think i uploaded the book of enoch uh a couple of them with mary in mary's uh library that uh and so people can help themselves and i'm sure mary will be more than happy to uh to offer people access to uh to the information yeah. But yeah, so you have yeah you have God's laws and and then it gets into the the watchers. It g- gets into the leaders, not all two hundred of the watchers that came down on, on Mount Hermon, just uh, or Hermon, uh, just the uh, the leaders. Go ahead, sorry. Nobody was no? saying anything. I was. Agreeing. Oh, I thought you were. I thought oh, you were. No, about I was to say co-signing. Something. I was just co-signing with you. I was agreeing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
but yeah, so so yeah, uh, uh, the Book of Enoch, fantastic read, and also you learn that went through these through these fallen entities. When you have the Holy Spirit and and you're filled with it, these things will start to stink to you, will smell of rot, and one of those that the and that's again because you are without God, you are without life, and you are going to die, you are going to decay, and uh, so you'll smell uh, sulfur is basically the a sulfur-like substance when you are around them. And when they come in after uh, the after the um, disclosure event, the the fake awakening, right? They're mocking they're mocking the scriptures right now. They're pretending we're going through a um, a tribulation event, you know, with all this vaccine nonsense and all this all these tragic events caused by um, uh, weather manipulation. Uh, so they're they're mocking the scriptures guys if you can order a pizza you know you're not in the tribulation say it again that's deep that's deep yeah. so. if, you, if, you, if you can order a pizza you, you're not in no god dog going tribulation not whatsoever. And, 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 and it's crazy because you know we're taught you know especially like i said growing up with the roman catholic church um, they would insist that we would be raptured before the tribulation. And it, it's, 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 it actually says in Genesis, we're going to be going through this. We're going to experience. And if you're able to survive <laughs> the tribulation, you know, you will be at a, at a, at, a, at that place at that point. But it's just interesting. Well, you're going to learn, you're going to learn that prayer will keep you alive. When those when when those evil entities that are not supposed to exist come around you, you're gonna learn that prayer that Psalms that Psalms ninety one is going to is is a sword right through them. You will learn that the coming uh, um, warfare and, and the created beings that are coming after us, and it's gonna start this year. Uh, you're you're gonna learn that prayer will will um, uh, at first keep them at bay and if not destroy them based on your level of prayer and, and uh, the power that that God has given you so yeah it's 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 pretty uh, spectacular um, information and that's why everybody will start running to God when they renounce him and find out what happens when you do that so it'll be fun at first mm-hmm. <laughs> can, can, can you touch on what you mean by like it's gonna it, it's, it's due to happen around this time or next year or what 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 is that well, I, I heard you mention it before yeah yeah we well we have that coming up don't we do do we want to skip ahead there um mc no we'll we'll, we'll hold right here because we're going to come into it i mean i'd like yeah. to know if anybody has any information on the significance of the blood moons that we've had over the years mm-hmm. um if, if anybody's been paying attention to that stuff but um well, well first it's understanding what the moon really is and it certainly isn't a ball of rock so say it again <laughs> Well, first of all, people need to understand what the moon really is because it certainly isn't a ball of rock. You heard it twice. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's funny because you'll find out what both the sun and the moon really are and how they operate in that book of Enoch. <laughs> which and is, in the Bible, yeah. And, right. They're two but, luminaries. Mm-hmm. A greater Sorry, was, light yeah. and a lesser light. Yep, they're lights. Yep. And see, God made the heavens as... Uh, a depiction of his handiwork, of his power. They they scream glory and magnificence and yes. creation, and and order that they're set in order by his design. 
but it just makes me think like everything that we kind of were connecting throughout hearing everybody talk we can see this tug of war for the real estate of our hearts and our minds right we come with these different predispositions about well this is my religious experience or this is you, you know what i was taught or this is what i'm reading or i heard this was removed but really there's some secret covenants that have taken place in my opinion where the enemy because of sin because of our fall because of our rebellion our disobedience literally has us now in bondage in this like agreement and covenant where spiritually we are tainted okay we're, we're literally walking temporary creatures like we're all gonna die like we are temporary we're in this vessel and if you cut off your arm it's gonna decompose in the ground but you're still gonna be here something from here to here that's you and the enemy has just worked so hard to get in and get everybody against God. Because Enoch, you said a really important thing where he, there's a numbers problem here. He took one third of the angels when he fell. And I would like to point back to Genesis real quick as Genesis 6, 4 to be precise. He is building an army. And for people who would like to say, oh, come on, you know, I take the Sethite view, I take this view the the word still says that demoniac are present so just when jesus was walking the earth and he was commanding the demons there was roaming ravenous spirits that were inhabiting the vessels of humans that that's still the work of the enemy growing his numbers for that mathematical problem he's having but it's just interesting how when people don't know this for everybody who's watching and listening if you guys don't know this stuff, it is so, it's imperative that you listen and understand the darkness is after you. It is literally set, it's set up and it's trying to get your mind. It's trying to get your life. It's trying to literally steal your life, steal your kids, steal your blessings, steal your finances. We see it happening. They're painting the picture for us on the music, the TVs, the movies, everything is its so dark out there. Get into the word, everybody. I'm going to say the word, and I'm happy that you're all here. I'm, I'm going to say this right here. We have to understand what happened in first Samuel. Yes. Okay. First Samuel, the reason why we have these issues also is because we don't want God. If you go back to first Samuel, the people of Israel wanted a king. You already had a king. You had God. Okay, you had God and a prophet. But you didn't want that. You want what everybody else has. Going back to where Adam and Eve, you know, I want to know what God, I want to know. He's, I'm, there's stuff, I'm missing something. You know, I'm missing something. We need to be, have another king. You, you would rather go with a faulty, flawed, sinful person instead of being led by the almighty God. That speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. Especially knowing what he had done prior to Samuel. He brought him through the Red Sea. Got him out of captivity. Look at Noah. Look what he did. He flooded the place. He dried the place out to be fruitful and multiply. Okay. Look at what he did with the Tower of Babel. 
Oh, y'all trying to do one thing? No, they tried to do one. That's world. That's one world government right there. Everybody speaks the same language, do the same thing, do that. That's a, that's one world government right there. We're going to scatter them about. I told them to go out and be scattered. Okay. They only want to be scattered. Let's go ahead and make these languages confused and so forth. So they don't want to listen to God. They don't want God. So what have they done? They said, you know, what did God say? Look, go back and tell them. Go back and tell them that um, if they uh, if they decide to get a king, that king is going to destroy everything they got. He's going to take their land. He's going to take the best of what they have. He's going to take the young men and he's going to use them as cannon fodder, basically. He's going to put them out there to fight. They're going to die. Your daughter's going to be working for them. He's going to take the, he's going to, he's going to do everything. He's, it's, it's all about, he's going to give what you got and he's going to give it to his, his colonels and to his, his deputies, to his, to his noblemen and all of that. You guys, you're not going to be, he's not going to fight for you. Your kids are going to fight for him, for him and for you. He's not fighting for you. He's just a figurehead. He's not a real king. He went back and he told them, they said, we don't care. We want a king. Samuel goes back and tells God, which he already knew. They don't care. They still want to get, God said, you know what? Give them what they want. Now here's why I'm saying what I'm saying. People better be careful because God is in the business right now of giving you what you want. You don't want sound doctrine. Fine. I'm gonna give you the false prophet, the false teacher, the false preacher, the first apostle, the false everything. I'm gonna give you the falseness and you're going to think it's real. Because you got itching ears and you want to hear what you want to hear. You don't want the king. You want worse. And this is the reason why we're heading down the path. And this is the reason why when Nephilim come on the land, this is the reason why people are playing with witchcraft. This is the reason why demons are in the, in the church. This is the reason why we got all this stuff going on because you don't want sound doctrine. You don't want to hear the truth. Okay. So guess what? This is the reason why you have the pulpits the way they are. This is the reason why you got the president that you got. This is the reason why you got the king and queen that you have. This is the reason why you got the children that you have. This is the reason why you got the doctors you got. This is why you got the lawyers you got. Because of the fact that you don't want God, who is all of it. So guess what happened? He said, I got somebody for you. Bring him over, Saul. Now, Saul started off okay. But then what happened? His head got big. You know why his head got big? Pride. Well, guess who's the king of pride? Satan. <laughs> king of pride. Okay? Head got swole. He started doing stuff that God didn't even say do. God said, I want you to go over there and kill everybody. What did he do? I killed some, but I kept the best stuff for us. You know, I kept the best. I know. I'm, and I'm, and I, look, I brought the king. I brought the king. Samuel comes and said, didn't, why, why am I hearing sheep? Why am I hearing all this stuff? What's going on? Who is this guy? Oh, that's the king. Yeah, we got, we got, we kept the best stuff, not realizing that none of that stuff could be used because it wasn't dedicated to the most high God. It was tainted. It was tainted. Samuel went out there, killed him. Told what's his face. Saul, listen, because you want to do things your own way, God has left you. Well, wait a minute. Hold it. Can't we just appease? Can I, can I do some sort of something, something, something? You know, can we do some sort of sacrifice or whatever, whatever, whatever? It's too late for that, bro. It's too late for that. Okay, we done. He turns his back. He rips his clothing. Samuel said, just like you ripped that from me, God has ripped 
the kingdom from you and he gave it to somebody else. He gave it to David. Now, David wasn't perfect, but if you notice, each king got worse and worse and worse and worse. And now we have kings all over the world. We call them presidents. We call them prime ministers. We call them kings. We call them whatever. They are the worst of the worst. And you wonder why we got what we got. You wonder why we are where we are? Because we refuse God. And with the fall of Saul, it's it's important for everyone to understand um, his his first great sin was not listening. His first great sin was not listening to God and smiting the, all the men, women, children, and animals mm-hmm. of the Amalekites. Mm-hmm. Because be, and there's a reason why. It's not because you know they say in in the Catholic Church the there's two there's two different gods. There's the God of love in the New Testament and the God of wrath in the Old Testament. No, he's always been the God of love. Right. So we will need to get into that because those rituals are what we've been um, celebrating and promoting over the last 150 years, and people aren't aware of that. So we're we're celebrating what God wanted to destroy <laughs> back it. in Saul's day. Say it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, right. I, yeah. Again, growing up in a Catholic church, <laughs> they, it's it's interesting. This is I wanted to say this story because it's very very interesting. When I was a kid, I'm not sure if I was in middle school or elementary school, but I remember the nuns teaching us about Saint Constantine. Right, that's what they call him. But he was actually a Roman. Um, he was a Roman. Um, emperor all right named constantine and constantine said that he had a vision from god he said that god came to him and told him if he wants to conquer all the lands he needs to take and put on his armor a cross right so this is why you're seeing a whole bunch of like you know where he went out and started ravishing countries and stuff like that and he was winning he said oh well you, you know what god told me this and we were started conquering all these lands so we're going to make the catholic faith or we're going to make christianity you know rome's new religion but he was a pagan and they celebrated pagan holidays they celebrated everything paganism so he said in order to get the pagans on the side of christianity he needed to incorporate some things so that they can transition a lot more cleanly and so therefore, we got a lot of different things that we shouldn't be celebrating. We are celebrating it because they were kind of like intertwined with the Catholic belief and the Roman church. And so we've been like literally celebrating a lot of these things that that God didn't want us to celebrate. And we think that it is a part of the traditions because that's what was taught to us. Uh, when it comes to being a Christian. It's interesting. The it's, Hege- it's the Hegelian dialectic yes, that they yes, use. Yes. And it's it's really interesting you say that because that goes right into the fact of, you know what that is? That means you're coming into an, a, a covenant, an agreement, mm-hmm. okay, an alignment, okay, which is kind of like a one-world government type of thing. Again, you're negotiating and you're coming into alignment with this stuff. Okay, and that's again, you know, we, we 
give to God what is God, give to Caesar what is Caesar, and, and stop playing with, stop playing with, stop playing with. Just don't do that. Back so, Michael, uh, you you mentioned the Hegelian dialectic. Explain mm-hmm. what that is for the people in the back. You got it. You got it. And then and then after that, I'll explain it for the four year olds. That would be me. <laughs> so Hegelian, Hegelian dialectic in, I think it was the 1800s, a guy named uh, Hegel uh, came up with this rule of three. Now, the rule of three is massive in Freemasonry. Free, Freemasonry is antediluvian. It is anything that is uh, anti-God. That is Freemasonry. It's not just the, the places of the um, these lodges or, or temples or whatever where they say you know the Freemason, Freemasonic lodges that's just one sect and that's that's the sect that's going to be eliminated in in over this over these last three years they're 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 the fall guys so the Hegelian dialectic um, is using using the the law of three uh, which is which it's witchcraft is what it is so a lot of people really simplify the Hegelian dialectic by saying um cause reaction solution so something something happens the people react and then the people who caused the first thing come with a solution oh so so the uh, the twin towers right the twin towers fall it's terrorists right so that's what happened a lot of people died that's the cause the wait for the people to react and uh um it's all these terrorists what's the what's the solution and that was the start of the nonsense that we've been going through that has come to this point uh, where we are today. So, so like the airplane, the airplane nonsense that we have to do, uh, all this, all these, this flight checking, and really all it is is allowing people to look through your bags um, and control what you uh, what you bring on and 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 take off at all times. It's just it's just control. It's not really safety. And then uh, you have we have the the new. Um, Acts and statutes to circumvent the um, constitutions of countries, right? And the the United States Constitution, which is supposedly the strongest constitution, not really, because you guys allowed it. You guys allowed the Americans allowed this nonsense. This uh, what is it? The Department of Homeland Security, for example, to form, right? And so the Hegelian dialectic brought in. It changed something. It brought in something new, right? Uh, and that's what it is. And that's really what the Hegelian dialectic is for. It's not cause, reaction, solution. It is there is a um, there is a way of being, and we want to bring in something new. So how do we do that? So so if you want to bring in if you want to bring in something new, then the easiest way to do that is to find a compromise. Let's comp, and that's how the Bible was destroyed, right? Destroyed, I mean, in our minds and 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 the people's hearts, because the Hegelian dialectic was applied to to the Bible scriptures. Well, you may say that, but we think it's the it's we think it's the Sethites that uh, that are the Nephilim, and not the uh, not these angels that uh, came down and uh, and impregnated women, right? So, so the, so when that happens so we need to come to a compromise so the sethite view at least at first becomes a little tiny uh, uh discussion point but then later on becomes a whole set of a basis of uh, of religion in 
uh, in the West for for the Bible because of our belief in um, uh, witchcraft that we call science today. So it, so it looks like to me that we are definitely surrounded by the play of the devil by any means necessary. And uh, a lot of times it's, um, you know, it, it, it is being used through the power brokers of the world and those who are in government, those who control governments. And for those who don't know, there are people who are above government that control governments. And so one of these uh, control mechanisms is through the music and through the dangers of music and people really don't even understand how controlling music can become but we're going to talk more about that on the other side and uh with me tonight we have enoch putris and tori trogdon and mary callie and also with rodney smith jr i myself i am marquise washington and you are listening to the Awakening Knowledge 2023, a warning to the church. And we're going to be back in five minutes. Take a short break. Thank you. 
Again, welcome back to Awakening Knowledge 2023, a warning to the church. And we actually left off with uh, certain questions about music and propaganda as we're going to go into it. Um, to those who know about music, we, we talked about how how Satan was uh, the main artist when it comes to cr the creation of certain musical music in general. How dangerous is music? Because we've heard in, in times gone by that music is the thing that can, can control the savage beasts. You set the atmosphere with music. I mean, you know, I mean, look, anybody who's ever been on a hot date, you got there going to play the slow jams. And really, it controls you. But how, just how dangerous is music when it is used in malicious ways? Who's up for that? I, I would definitely go there. And I'm going to go more spiritual with it because I have a background as being a DJ. Go ahead. And um, I can remember what I was taught. And I can remember what, um, when I came into Christ, what actually was happening. Okay. Um, I'm going to give y'all some, some I've, I've had encounters with demons in reference to music. And um, I can tell you it's real. Okay. It's very real. Um, what happens with music is there are, and I'm going to just speak from what my experience as, as a, as a former DJ, you're not just picking a, a record to put on to get people on the floor. You're picking a demon is what you're doing. Okay. You're picking a demon to get them on the floor. Let's say you have a whole bunch of people, you know, somebody and already paid you a thousand dollars to come in and to DJ, but nobody's really dancing. You know what I mean? People are eating or whatever they already eat, whatever the case may be. And nobody's dancing. There are certain records that will make people move. You can read the room. The first thing you got to learn is how to read the room. So you read the room and you know exactly how to get the men on the floor. The way that you get men on the floor is you get the women on the floor first and then the men will follow. Because sex sells. Okay. Now here's the thing with this. When you pick your demon, you are not just, you're picking a demon of lust, sex, murder, rape, sex trafficking, you are picking the demon that will fornicate, that will also do adultery, that is a pedophile. You're picking the demon that is perverted. You're picking the demon that will kill, steal, destroy, covet, jealousy. You picking, that demon is there. Yes, it's making you move. The beat is making you move, especially in R&B, hip-hop, um, what we classify as black music. I don't know why we do that, but we do that, you know, um, that 808 beat is very demonic and it's so bad that even Kanye talked about it, that it is a demonic beat. It is, but every, everything has an 808 beats with it. If it is what they classify as black music. And that reason is the reason for it is the frequency in which those drums are set at. Okay. We have to under, look guys, we're going to be talking about frequency. So don't get the trigger alert. Okay. Trigger alert right now. You got to have some people that's going to be like, oh, y'all going to age. Listen, stop it right. Stop it right now. This is the reason why people can't go no further than here because they stop themselves. Well, understand that we have a frequency in us. This earth has a frequency. God created the frequency. The problem comes into it when we use it per in a perverted way. That's when it becomes a problem. Okay. 
please Amen. understand when you start using it to try to summon the dead and do all this other nonsense and try to get the hair to stand up on the back of your hair, whatever the case may be, you're using it the way it's not supposed to be used because first of all, it's not supposed to be used. Enoch. Uh, if you, if you want to understand frequency, right? First, first thing too. And you and, and if you think here's the difference between it being evil and good, uh, God spoke and created the earth. That's a frequency. That's frequency right there. Yep. It's not, it's not uh, new age that that's what happened now if you look at the um uh if you start because we're hearing so much on it and Mm -hmm. so i'm using buzzwords for people the so-called anti-grav technology when it flies over you you can't hear anything and why can't you hear anything because it is releasing a frequency because that's how it flies Mm -hmm. okay it's using vibration and frequency okay and magnetism those 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 things right there. And so when you match the frequency of the earth, this this earth that we stand on has a specific frequency. When you match it, you will hover. And that freak that's why you can't hear anything when these when these um, anti-grav ships go over you. It's like everything's whisper quiet. Next the next thing uh, about about that uh, frequency. If you're like, well, no, <laughs> Enoch. Oh, Enoch is my nickname. Michael, um, the you can't give me the the hovering because that's that's fake news. I still don't believe in in that that kind of craft. Okay, well, here's a natural one for you, created by God. Bees. Bees use frequency to fly. Yep. They'll beat their wings, and they have in they have a hollow. Uh, uh, chamber in their body called a thorax and when they reach when they reach the same frequency of the earth a little bubble appears around them right and they hover they can go straight through a windstorm uh and 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 fly in a straight line why because they are not using their wings to fly they're using their wings to create a frequency so that they can then hover and go wherever they uh, they wish. Okay, hang so, on, hang on a second. Tell me, hang God on a ain't good. Tell me, hang God on ain't good. a second. <laughs> now, now that sounds. I've heard that before, yep. and I'm glad you brought it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a man. I, I love trying to do experiments. One of these days, I'm going to try to manipulate the stuff, and maybe I can get 350 pounds up off the ground. You know, like like a bumblebee. You know, what I'm saying if I can match the frequency. I mean, can, I mean. Can I'll order I, your wings off of wish.com. You know what I'm saying? Years. I want in. I want in on that. <laughs> float like a but look, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. You know, that's me. I want now, that. how does Superman fly? Right? Superman Superman flying in the comic book sounds like fantasy. That's gonna happen in the tribulation, right? How does he fly? From frequency. He oh. taps in. He has the you're filled with a demonic force, demonic entity. How do the angels fly? Frequency. They don't have wings. They don't have giant wings. They fly through frequency. How does Superman fly again? When you watch the when you watch the latest movies, they're telling you. Yes. They're telling you right there. As 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 uh, uh, Superman is getting ready to, he's down on the ground and he's about to and take off. <laughs> what happens to the rocks all around them? They start to rise up off the ground because the frequency is changing on Superman on you Satan know, man. Know I want to. I want to tell you something. Uh-oh. That's a great catch. That's a great catch because um, 
I don't think any other Superman movie showed had, had shown that. Mm, yeah. And because when I saw it, I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting. It is massively occult, man. So that's that Superman stuff, that whole yeah. uh, Justice League, massively occult. Here's something else. So, um, uh, 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 what's his name um, with the Omega beams? Help me out here. I used to read comics. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so, but he had the Omega beams, right? And he's coming to take over the Earth. He has a giant. There's the Alpha and Omega symbol Omega, on his yeah. chest. He's mm-hmm. from the planet Apocalypse. Yeah. And what is Revelation also called? Apocalypse or or, or the in the Apop- Greek. Total. I totally destroyed the anyway. But I'm not Greek, so forget. <laughs> um. But well, not the no the the apocalypse oh, the, okay. the oh, apocalypse of, okay. of of Jesus or the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so he but he lives in apocalypse. So when you're watching the Justice League and you're seeing this, you're seeing this being looking for the the equation of life, right? In in the Justice League, I just watched it uh, again uh, about a month ago. Um, the your what you're looking at because the the. Uh, disclosure is going to tell you that Jesus Christ is an evil alien overlord. Yes. So, so uh, what the Justice League is telling you what the future is, what the, what the future will be when, when it's coming. The 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 Justice League or the Avengers or the all these mighty heroes are the ones who take the mark and worship the beast. Just just so you, just I guess so you understand. Batman is he has a demon inside him. That's why he knows so much and can figure out things so quickly. I just you know, want to add. I just want to add something real quick. When we look at the evidence, there's documented evidence and plenty of eyewitnesses where people in, say, Buddhism, for example, will levitate off the ground as well. So when you open yourself up to these demonic entities, yes, there is some shifts that go on. And I think the spiritual world has a lot more doors. Uh, there, there's portals and places and laws that exist in that spirit world that don't play by the traditional physical rules. And uh, we can see the veil start to thin. Uh, well, since the fall, slowly the veil has been thinning. But long story short, Enoch, really interesting observation about Superman when he would lift up off the ground, taking the rocks and the pebbles with him. It's almost like the aura around him, that vibrating frequency was pulling everything up with it. It's very interesting. It, it yeah. Almost, yeah. It, it almost seems like too awesome. I'm sorry if I'm interrupting. It also seems interesting that it's like we're coming to this knowledge, but yet they probably had it all along because they've been yes. using frequency for a very long time. Um, they, you know, just to give a, another piggyback off of what Enoch was saying about flying, you could take water, use frequency, and lift water right off the ground. You know what I mean? Frequency is a very powerful thing. And when it goes right back to what we were discussing about music, um, it's interesting. <laughs> we got here from music. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because for the mere fact is, is that because they understand how these frequency works and how it works with the demonic realm, they have altars in every major record label. <laughs> okay and in every major record labor they have an altar in which they do rituals on every single master that comes out with every artist and this is the reason why we get to feel certain ways whether it's lust whether it's crazed behavior whether it's 
uh, different types of things where people just go wild, you know, those different types of things are, are put into music and they're, 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 they're put into music as a form of a ritual that they use these altars for and which causes people to feel the way they do. And, and it's interesting because, you know, again, Satan was the master musician, you know? So it's interesting in which how he'll use what he's best at to gain control over the entire world. And, and that control, that control is manipulation at its best. Mm-hmm. At its best. And, and, and when, when they can put fear into music, you can control people. I mean, music you, put is, it, yeah. you put it into the music, you put it into regular speech, you put it into writing, and, and you put it into politics, and then you put it into law, and you can watch the chips fall where they may, where, where they may. and 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 this is where you get the whole uh, we're going to do martial law or we're going to have I mean we're going to have lockdowns uh, because of what somebody said that's not scientifically proven but we're going to tell you it's scientifically proven anyway um, and if you say it enough times people would begin to believe it and this right here is where we just came out of we just came out of or some of us are actually still in the whole COVID debacle to where they utilize fear in order to gain control. And that's a controlled manipulation of the people. And then you can cook the books however you want, because now you can control how people think, how people spend, where people spend. And this is, this is also how you can control the church because people are out in the world and then they go into church. But if you say, hey, churches, y'all need to close down. Guess what? Churches closed down because they've forgotten who the father is. And, 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 let's, and let's talk about that. So you talk about the frequency of the speech that is coming out of people's mouths to manipulate people. And yeah. that well, is music. The, yes. Frequency music. of the speech and, and all of that because it's, it's creating an environment and, and people have, like now, people have lost their everlasting minds out here. Music is one of the seven, seven sacred sciences, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is another understanding of, of corruption and of, um, of, of what, what is God. God taught uh, Adam the seven sacred sciences. Adam taught his children the seven sacred sciences. And when, um, uh, uh, um, Enoch, son of Cain, right? So Cain killed his brother, was kicked out. Enoch, son of Cain, evil Enoch, not Enoch, um, great grandfather of Noah. Uh, Enoch, son of son of Cain, uh, cr- corrupted those seven sacred sciences and made it all about man instead of all about God. And so, music communications is one of the seven sacred sciences that uh that is worshipped within freemasonry and used to manipulate the masses and that's exactly and, what happened As I, go yeah, ahead and, yeah when, when you when you manipulate the masses you can create the environment of chaos mm-hmm. somebody somebody said order out of chaos what is order out, out of chaos when when we have when we have that speech floating around what exactly is that world war 3 <laughs> 
as yeah. defined as what World War Three? <laughs> well, World 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 War Two, World War One, order out of chaos was complete and utter uh, world destruction as never seen before in World War One. Then complete and utter destruction of World War Two to a greater scale. Uh, and out of that chaos came a new order, right? And came a new way to do business, and came a new way to. Yeah. Uh, to to bring in a, a world the government uh, the UN the right so order out of chaos you create the chaos this is the Hegelian dialectic order out of chaos now somebody asked a question in reference to the sacred signs you said that there were seven I believe yeah what are the rest I knew I was going to get asked that. <laughs> See, you can't get just, the book, man. Get the book. Get the you can't just out. ask that. You can't just poke that out there and expect nobody right. to ask those questions. <laughs> well, well, bless your heart, whoever asked that question. All right. So uh, one, one of the great resources is the Genesis 6 Conspiracy by Gary Wayne. Got it. And in here he talks about the in here he talks about the seven sacred sciences. And uh, is there anything else anyone wants to uh, talk about while I bring that up? I was even looking for it because I did a video on it. And I'm like, where's the video? Where's the video? Because I knew, I knew it was going to come up. And uh, uh, I don't want to sound like a moron like I already have now. Well, so, to, go, to, to go back on what Marquise was saying as far as the manipulation of the communication right down to God's house. Um, because we don't listen to God, and we listen to man, we allow ourselves to be manipulated. We allow ourselves to, to fall under the deceptive communication of the devil himself by thinking that you can, um, you know, go ahead and go ahead, and, go ahead and, you know, just go against the Bible. Let me just go here when it comes down to, when it comes down to uh, what happened in the church. Okay. Oh. Tori and I, we went looking around and I still didn't put that the, the documentary out. I, yeah, I still didn't do mm-hmm. it. I still got the footage and I need to go ahead and put it up. But we went to the county where I grew up and we went to different counties. I'm, I'm just going to name the counties. That was Charles County, right? That, no, it wasn't Charles County. We didn't go there. We went to Anne Arundel, PG, Calvert. Howard, okay. Calvert County. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we went to these churches and there was only one open. There was one that was open, but remember we talked to the young man and he was like, yeah, they got to sit six feet apart and wear a mask and do all this stuff. And they only could have half the capacity that's in the church, like 50 people or something stupid like that. And it was a big church, a new church in Calvin County at the time, but they could only have so many people. Here's my question to the shepherds or so-called I'm not even calling you shepherds because we only got one shepherd. Okay. Here's my question to the babysitter of the house of God. Okay. Because these are not your sheep. They're his sheep. Where in the Bible does it say that you listen to Caesar? Where in the Bible does it say that you close down the church? Where in the Bible does it say that you don't lay hands and don't touch people? Because the Bible says this. If any of you are sick, grab the elders, anoint them with oil, pray over them. Their sins shall be forgiven. And they should be healed. But we got pastors out here that ain't want to touch nobody, didn't want to fist bump nobody, wanted to keep everybody six feet apart. You know why? Because they are a 501c3 church, which means it's a government church, okay? And the government gets to dictate what gets done. I know I just pissed off people, uh, both in the family and outside the family. 
inside the body of Christ and those who are outside because they prefer to listen to the law of the land. Now, here's the thing. There was a church that was fully open in Calvary County, completely open. We interviewed them and everything. Nothing changed. Nobody wore masks. Ain't nobody die in that church. Nothing. But yet, we got these so-called people who are sitting in high places with these robes. You ain't even Catholic, but you look Catholic. You got your fish hat on, the crooked cross on the stick, the ruffles around your around your wrist, the big chain on your chest. The only thing that's missing is the incense to go back and forth like this. It's the only thing that's missing. And the little ball with the little holy water that you sprinkle on stuff. It's the only thing that's missing. But you're there almost. But yet, here's what you did. You closed the you closed the church. We failed. And you opened your church up to be a hospital to allow these things to come in and take a shot. That's what you did. You basically corrupted the temple of God because we are the temple. Your body is the temple of God. Our bodies are not our own, which means it doesn't belong. We don't belong to the government. The government didn't make this body. This body belongs to Jesus Christ, who's God. Okay. In the flesh. But for some reason, the church bowed a knee to bail and said, you know what? We're going to keep people safe. And then they tried to make it feel, make you feel bad by saying things like, well, we got to use common sense. We don't have common sense. And to prove that we lost common sense the moment we ate the fruit. That's when we lost our minds. You know, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Go ahead. Because, because just like she said, you know, we, we, we went and we seen churches that were completely abandoned. Mm. <laughs> we seen, you know, a lot of different things during this time in which they call us in a crisis. However, you know, people will say, especially of the church and, 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 and even the ones who are members of the church, they'll say, well, look, God has made people to be doctors and to be officials so that they could, you know, so, you know, he, he made these people in order for us to be wise and understand what we could do and can't do. They made all these excuses pretty much primarily until which why they, went ahead and closed the church. And I always ask the question, well, I'm like, you know, the church should be the safest place that you can be, honestly. Yes. Because if you are really going to believe, believe with all your heart, you know, in the word of God, you will understand that you are protected fully under God. And, and only when you are time to go is when he is calling for you. It's, you're not going to leave this earth without interruption from from the Most High. You know, you're not going to do that. And it's it's just interesting how I, everybody was just playing on this scared fear, the smell of fear. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting. I'm like, you know, if you really went to church, you would understand that it says fear not 365 times in the book. And that's one time per day, every day throughout the year. That's a very strong message that he sends to us just for this reason here. 
Now, I'm going to say but, this. The church is yeah. actually people, by the way. I'm not talking about the four walls because the right. four walls is where the church is supposed to be. But we already compromised with that because we let everybody come in the four walls. We don't have a safe place for us as saints to really be on one accord because you got so many spirits in there that are with people. All right. It's hard to be on one accord when you got not everybody got the Holy Spirit. And I mean, from the pulpit to the door. OK, so it's really difficult. I see Rod want to say something. He's itching. Are you itching? Uh oh. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like we we know this. We know that the church is the people. We know it's the the members, mm-hmm. and we know that the a lot of the times, at least what I was under the oppression of years ago was the church is like this little tiny sector, this building. Mm -hmm. And you kind of can forget that it's the whole world is every language, nation, tribe, and tongue. Right. And that's who belongs to the God that I worship and serve. That's who he's calling forth. Mm -hmm. And that's why in the church, we have roles like exposing the darkness and not having fellowship with the darkness. That's why we have these diversity of gifts and roles, but yeah, I mean, the idea of the church being a building is something that people are still dealing with. So we have to be sympathetic and kind of come alongside them and actually wake them up a little bit out of, in love and remind them it's us. Like, we are the church right mm-hmm. here, right now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the church. Like, we have a holy conduct to still keep. We still have the responsibility as delivering God's word with with holiness, fear, and reverence of who God is, actually making sure we're in the correct position. And there's a diversity of gifts. And I think uh, uh, everybody who's watching can see can see that in each person here. There, there's a different anointing, a different angle that everybody's going to bring. I'm excited to see the real church grow. I'm excited to see the body of believers grow. I'm excited to see the colors of the kingdom, the beauty of God's design start to agree with each other on the majors and let go of the minors. Christ being king, and that's first the, and foremost, and operating in love. So that's yeah, all I got. That's, that's, and that's, that's going to happen, but we're going to go through some things because judgment is here. Okay, there's got to be some cleaning yeah. up. As Marquise yeah. would say, some house cleaning. There's going to be some cleaning up. And you're going to see a lot of pole pits uh, get naked. You're going to see a lot of a lot of pews get naked. There's a lot of trash that got to be put out. There's a lot of separation that has to happen. Because we cannot be uh, involved. With, we can't be like we are right now. We got, we, got, we got 11 in the bunch right now. And we can't have that. You know, but the deception... And the manipulation that was done, which is witchcraft from the pulpit, was just mind was mind blowing. It was absolutely mind blowing. And people went wrong with it because they felt like if they couldn't come back to church or what they think the building until they did it, that was a form of manipulation like none other. You know, and it, it's it's just really sad. But what's even sad is that the church failed. We failed. Because even those of us who did not get it. I don't think we stood up enough to say anything to them to say, y'all dirt wrong. You are so wrong for doing this. You need to bishop so-and-so and reverend so-and-so. This is not what the Bible says. The Bible says this. And what you're doing is not that. The problem I'm seeing today, and it's this, uh, this is residue from still what happened back then. The, the, the body 
is the body, but even the body don't look like it should. The, but the, the four walls, definitely. Pastors don't look like the pastors that were in the Bible. Apostles don't look like the apostles that were in the Bible. The prophets don't look like the prophets that are in the Bible. The evangelists and the teacher don't look like the evangelists and teachers that are in the Bible. Instead, they look more like church culture of 2023. And they're working. Exactly. Hmm? exactly. It, they're, it's talent versus it's anointing. Talent, right. You got elbows trying to be knees. And then when somebody actually comes in and they have the anointing to be the gift of, let's say, the mouthpiece right. or the hand, nobody wants like, oh, that's the cool thing. Now, everybody wants to try to do that. So you have this information overload the enemy systematically desensitizes the body of christ so that we don't work in power in an agreement right. he's not he's not attacking you know islamic beliefs in the sense where we see christianity under fire mm-hmm. like the bible being banned so i mean we can see the enemy puts all his focus so that we don't get it right because he's terrified listen to me he is terrified of if we get this right mm-hmm. yeah yeah three or more yeah. who are gathered See, it's God who works in us, in us and through us to cause his will to come about. It is not, oh, Rodney's in his flesh and he's feeling himself. No, 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 no. It is Rodney is praying and seeking after the living God and he is being meek and he's training. See, the Greek word for training is guganzo and it means intervals, intermittent extreme training sessions that are done frequently. It's like you see some people will perform all the time they're just performing and no training and some people are in the background hiding training non-stop for a moment of the performance and that's what we're going to see the tables flip in my opinion we're going to start to see the talented get exposed and we're going to start to see the the nobodies become somebody's because the anointing is going to come up and anybody who's anointed with the holy spirit they are going to remember what the word is they're going to flow in love it's going to come down first pure and helpful and beautiful in accordance and context with the word of god but it's also going to build people up it's going to edify people it's going to be correction it's going to be all the beautiful things that the church let us down on but we are the church so now we have a responsibility to keep these things in mind that's true truth truth will um overcome charisma Mm. that's a new one (laughs) but that is true and you know unfortunately because we failed in such a way though do you know the damage that was done it was it was almost for some people destructive yeah it was destructive it rocked people's faith I want you to think about that. People started to lose their faith in God and and flow in what God already said you have power over. And they really just went back under bondage in a in the worst way. And it's just really sad, but like you said Rodney, this it's going to happen, but there's got to be a big shaking. It's like shaking out your shoes when you got sand in them. You don't just tap them. You violently beat the crap out of them, bang them on stuff to get every kernel out and maybe even throw it in the washer and just let let it get washed and agitated and bleached up and everything else. But either way, it's going to happen. But it caused some damage. I mean, the the thing that got me is that from the pulpit to the door, especially the pulpit, they didn't preach and prepare the people to endure what was about to happen. Ah, he put in the seven sacred 
things. Uh, sciences. Sciences. You might want to tell them what it is. No, sure. All right. <clears throat> Found it a long time ago. It took me like <laughs> 10 seconds to, uh, to, to get them. Um, yeah, okay. So <laughs> uh, the seven sacred sciences are grammar, rhetoric, logic, arithmetic, geometry or masonry, and uh, music and astronomy. Because the clocks above, the stars above, are not distant, far away galaxies and all that nonsense. The stars are our heavenly clock and our, our calendar, and it is perfectly designed for, what is it, 28 days, yeah, I so think? In right? the firmament. 20, that's that's yeah. wow. That's Sun everything months, we learn in school. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all the subjects in school. Yeah, and, and, you, <laughs> yeah. Know, and you know, we, we also learned that we You're went right to the moon. Alert. Sorry, I missed that. I'm saying you. We also learned that we went to the moon, but we haven't been back in 50 years. So if that tells you anything, well, they lost the technology. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they lost yeah. the technology. But, but, but yeah, I got this cool cell phone over here that can tell me all kinds of stuff. How convenient. <laughs> well, supposedly when they went to the moon, there was a phone call with the president from the moon. Oh, so yeah. they lost that cell phone too. By the way, yes. But, um, Gee. Love that video footage. Just saying. <laughs> I, yeah. I wonder I wonder when people are going to awake to that. I mean, I'm quite sure a lot of people are, but they just not going to uh, they're not going to ever. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not ever going to acknowledge that in the mainstream public. Not what well, people don't people disclosure don't wanna, will. They will. Disclosure. People don't want to ask the question, though. That That's part of the problem. People. A lot of folks think that the, the difference between them and us is that we express what we think. And a lot of times we get called a conspiracy nut, but we're just expressing what we think. And we're putting two and two together. Case in point, this is this happened, this happened to a friend of mine, right? Friend of mine gets paid, puts his money down, you know, comes back later. He has children, right? There's some money missing. Next thing you know, one of the children show up with an Amazon package that he ordered. And you're like, you don't have a job. I wonder where you got the money from. I mean, two plus two is right there. I mean, your kid took your money. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a conspiracy guy. That's a conspiracy. You're a conspiracy nut, the child would probably say. I mean, it's, it's something that simple that you just you're just watching and, and seeing everything come together. And what's crazy, not so crazy, is that a lot of this stuff is already written in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. And all you have to do is, is take a look at the Bible and then read the newspaper. People are like, holy smokes, they almost, they pair up pretty good. Or I don't can, know why it's so hard for people. I mean, you can just ask simple questions and get some remarkable answers only if you're uh, ready to just stand up to ask, to ask the question. Yeah, it's it's. I always tell people this. I say, you know what? If it, you can see what's out here, when you see stuff that's out here, take it with a grain of salt. Go and look at the Bible and see if you can find it. Okay, always look at the Bible, see what you can find. But it will pair up. You can tell where we are in Revelation right now just by looking at the book. You can tell where we are if you look at Matthew because Jesus talks about some stuff. Just look at the book. But what happened was people were. Trauma, you talk about, look, it's like trauma-based mind control, which is what we got going across the screen right now. 
People's minds are literally controlled by a lot of different things. I mean, they don't poison just about everything. But they keep doing that fear mongering, that fear, the frequency in their communication of the uncertainty, because that's how they started off with. Everything was so uncertain. We're not sure. It's a killer virus. Then they're showing you footage of people passing out and and bleeding all over the place. Now, I'm going to say this. I don't even know. Now, at the time, we thought maybe that was really what was happening. But how do we know that wasn't footage from something else that they put up to make it look like, you know, it's terrible? This is bad. People are dying on the spot. How do you know that? Just to get the people to move the way they want them to move. Look what happened at 9-11. Kill over 3,000 people to make millions and millions of people to get under surveillance. They give you some sort of trauma, something that you can't quite process. They keep throwing it at you before you can finish processing. So it's just an overload. It's almost like a, what do they call that thing? It's like a shock and awe, which is a military thing that is done. If I'm not mistaken, Marquise, you are the military person in the room that's been in. You know, you constantly throw people at, throw stuff at them. You don't give them a chance to process it. You will get a mind break. You, it'll be a break, a break in your psychosis. And you, you will also get a, a knee jerk. Re- I mean, that's what you're saying. A knee jerk reaction, that problem reaction solution mm-hmm. kind of situation. Like with 9-11, the, the solution was, you know, get everybody under handcuffs. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, and, and also we got taken advantage of. So we went to war with who? Mm-hmm. You know, who did we go to war? We went, what, in Afghanistan, I think it was? Uh, mm-hmm. Iraq. Oh, oh, Iraq? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. All of it's a blur because all of it's bullcrap. And and I mean, I mean, we went to war over stupid stuff. Yeah, we went to war for money, and none of us reaped any benefit. But the way it's going, we all are going to reap, reap the, the rewards. Reap the rewards and reap and, the spiritual rewards mm-hmm. just by you know guilt by association. And we're not just careful. look at what they did. So now we they did a war on basically humanity around the world by having them put something in their bodies that was not supposed to be there. Okay. Now you got people developing all of these things in their bodies because of what they put in and dying suddenly. For those of you who haven't seen that documentary, go see it called died suddenly. Suddenly. You can find yeah, that, it on that's Broadway. a, that's definitely something that you want to watch. We're going to go ahead and end the segment right here. We're going to come back and talk about the God suddenly and what else we can, uh, what we, what else are we going to look at down the road in the not too distant future? Some of the stuff that we are looking at right now that we're eyeballing the new pandemic is apparently right around the corner. And yes, they already told us about pandemic number two and we weren't paying attention when they told us about pandemic number one, mm. but uh, hopefully we can um, understand what the game plan is and, and, and prepare for it. So you are, with Mary Callie, Tori Trogdon, uh, Rodney Smith Jr., and Enoch Putris. I'm going to get that name right, and you're going to have to forgive me. Um, <laughs> and you are looking, you're watching The Awakening Knowledge uh, 2023 right here, and we're going to be back in five minutes. Stay tuned. Bye. 
Thank you for coming back. I'm Marquise Washington with Fireback Radio, sitting alongside Rodney Smith Jr. with the uh, Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast, Enoch Putris with the Rundown of Our Reality Podcast, and Tori Trogdon and Mary Callie, both with ncrnetwork.com. If you're listening to this broadcast online, you can go to ncrnetwork.com and click the green link and that will send you to the Rumble page where you can actually uh, link this video and share it with the masses. Um, We're having some technical difficulties on the Facebook side, but if you can uh, go there and you can then share to Facebook or wherever your uh, sharing abilities may go. And uh, we're gonna continue on with the conversation. Um, Let's go in a little deeper uh, about what happened over the last uh, three years and some change with the propaganda, with the fear, with the technology that's been issued to us through a shot. And of course, we have to be careful, apparently, because of the, uh, the, uh, the naysayers may come and get you if you're not careful, because they have bought into uh, this situation like a a belief system. And of course, when you have a belief system and you tell somebody something else, they're gonna not going to believe it. Because they are, and that's what has happened in this country through the usage of television, media, radio, and the other methods of propaganda that has been uh, placed on us. So right now, before we get into that, we're going to talk about the what what we were, I think Mary alluded to this earlier about what was placed into our arms and what had happened in the churches because the churches did close like 90%. And this is the Marquise percentage in my head. I don't know the numbers, but it around here, around Indiana, most of the churches shut down. But what was interesting was some of the churches opened back up. And why did they open back up? They didn't, they didn't do anything to bring people to the Lord. What they did was they opened it up so people could come in and get the shot. Now, I don't know what kind of weed are they smoking, but this right here is a travesty of justice. And you got a bunch of soft, pansy, tele, uh, pansy uh, uh, pastors that closed their doors and didn't have any reliance on God whatsoever. Some of those are a part of the clergy response team. Mary, would you do us all a favor and tell us exactly who or what the clergy response team is? Clergy response team is a government uh, facet for clergymen. Uh, basically, the majority of the people that are on the clergy response team, number one, you have to be a 501c3 church. Their their job is to get the body of Christ that are within the four walls and people that are within the four walls, period, to go along with the agenda of the government, no matter what it may be. Um, and what they do is they use, they use, uh, what is it, um, Romans 13, and it has to do with the higher power. I'm just going to go ahead and read it real quick. And I'm hearing something in the background. I don't know what that is, um, but I'm hearing something. Um, this is what they go by. They go by verse, starting at verse one, chapter seven, chapter thirteen on Romans. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. 
For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Okay. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the but to the evil. Would thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Okay, so here we go. We can even continue. You can continue reading it, but let's just go with the first verse. They claim themselves to be a higher power, but here's here's the thing: the highest power, the highest, highest, highest power is God. And what they were doing was not of God. Now, when you say somebody is ordained, it just means they got walking orders. They got papers. This is your orders. It's like a king saying to you, okay, Sir Sir Enoch, these are your orders. You are ordained in my name to go and do this, that, and the third. Okay, so you go and you do that job. Well, the governments are set up that way. When God will allow government governments to be set up a certain way for certain people be honest with you okay but they have taken that and they have said if you do not obey government you are not obeying the higher power you're right i'm not i'd rather obey the highest power because the higher power is trash okay (laughs) straight trash it is demonic it is not of god it is wicked it is not right it, it works for Satan. It is Luciferian. It is everything that God is not. That's what it is. So why, look, what does it say in Ephesians 6? Let's go there. Okay. T- hey, he told you to get your Bibles out. I hope you got them out because if you didn't, well, I don't know what to say about you. But look at look at uh, uh, Ephesians 6, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Okay. But... And, and flesh and blood, but against principality, principalities, against powers. So let's talk about these powers, these higher powers that they want us to obey. Come on, bring it. So this is, this is, you want me to obey, obey this chapter six in Ephesians. You want me, because it's a higher power. Boy, if you don't take several seats on that, cause I'm not doing that. You know, but unfortunately, the church or the four walls, people inside the four walls did exactly that. Like I said, from the pulpit to the door, they did it. They bowed a knee to the higher power without understanding whether without going to the Bible to see whether or not that higher power lines up with this. Are they doing this? Do they obey this? Is this their king? Is this their law book? What is it? No, it's not. Instead, they go with something else. So why should I obey a higher power that doesn't obey God? What is the validity in that? That's like telling a child, if you smoke cigarettes, you know, baby, you shouldn't smoke that bad for you. But wait a minute, you smoking? You know, how am I going to take direction from you when you doing, it doesn't make any sense, but you have ministers of Satan who are literally pushing an agenda inside the four walls and people are so enamored and, and so pr- they put their prophet and preacher on a pedestal. They literally make it a God. They make them a God. 
He's an idol. Well, Bishop so-and-so, well, Minister so-and-so, well, Pastor so-and-so, well, Reverend so-and-so, well, Prophet so-and-so said, y'all better stop doing that. Because if it don't look like this, walk away. You got to eat the meat and spit out the bones. But unfortunately, nobody in the church is really getting fed the gospel. And they don't look at the Bible and read it for themselves, nor do they study the word in the spirit of God, which means you sit down, you ask the Holy Spirit to teach you the word. So what happens is you believe everything that comes out of your headmaster's mouth as being truth without this. Now, I'm going to tell you what, you ain't got to do it, but I'm going to tell you who's going to do it for all of us, God, because this is the measuring stick. And we're all going to be judged by this. And unfortunately, we don't seem like we have the ability or maybe we don't think that we have the right to judge righteously. We can judge righteously as long as it's in the word. Okay, but unfortunately, we didn't do that. What we did is we listened to the pastor, we listened to the headmaster, and we did what he said. And he's saying, and he's using manipulative words, well, I'm going to go get it. Tori, do you remember what happened with Gino Jennings? Yes, I'm dropping names. Oh, yeah, Gino was, I I, I mean, I'm not Tori. Sorry sorry about that, Tori. (laughs) But no, no, I I dove right in there. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, Gino, (laughs) Gino was like, yeah, the Lord said, take care of your body. You know, so we gonna go and get it. I mean, what he said that what? he also said that he cannot minister and go abroad unless he got the shot. Then he mm. turned around and said that God made physicians, therefore we're not yep. supposed to do do that. You know, we gotta honor the physician. And I don't believe that this is gonna hurt me. I got we could drink. We can when it, if we drink uh, poison or get certain by get stung by serpents, we we have the ability. Nothing will harm us. Listen here, fool. And I don't mean to call you fool. Okay, I'm sorry. That was flesh. God forgive me. But I'm going to say this. You do not tempt God. That's tempting God. You don't nor you don't knowingly walk into the snake pit and say God ain't going to do nothing. You got people in the Appalachians that are in the grave right now because they've been handling snakes with that same scripture. Ain't nothing going to happen to me and they get bit by a rattlesnake, arms swell up, heart swell up, they gone. Thinking that Nothing's going to happen to you. You do not tempt God. He thought instead of waiting this out, instead of waiting it out and relying on God and doing things in his timing, he decided to get the shot and then justify it and then try to criticize and crucify people with his words to say, listen, I did this because how am I supposed to plant churches? How am I supposed to go over here to New Zealand? Because he got churches everywhere, y'all. I mean, is he? I, I, he's like he's like Dollar General. Dollar General put up Dollar Generals like every what six minutes, <laughs> like Dollar General. <laughs> you know, he put stuff up like that. It's like a church over here, church over there, just by every country. And he felt like I can't go over to those countries unless I get the shot. What you can do Zoom calls. I gotta be there. Why? What? Maybe look. Are you willing to sacrifice the temple, which is your body? which is supposed to be for a reasonable sacrifice unto God, just so that you can physically show your face. Does it make sense? And then he, like you said, he put it in there for people to, in his, in his congregation to get the shot. But yet now that's an error on Gito's part. Yeah, that's an error because look how many people got that thing based on him. Look how many people in influence around the world, but he used God's word in Look, incorrectly to push the shot 
And if anybody yeah. want to know whether or not Geno Jennings is 501c3, he is a corporation. Matter of fact, his church is called what? First Church of God Inc. Corpor- Incorporated. It's a business. Yeah, it's um, it's sad because you know that was one of me and um Mary's uh, uh favorite pastors because he was so willing to challenge the faith of you know everybody else with mm-hmm. the book of, of uh, with the Bible, you know, and to see and one of the things that he tried to uh, stand on when he was making this decision was he was trying to say this isn't the mark where it may not be. However, it's still something that you're putting into the temple in which God gave us, in which you're not supposed to be doing in the first place. When you don't have any hard proof or sound evidence, like I said, it, we could talk about this all day long. It's not an actual, what they want to call it, you know, it's, it's, it's an actual operating system because it's not made like a traditional I'm not saying the word because I don't want to get dinged anywhere, but it's not made like a traditional, traditional um, scene. We'll just call it a scene, you know, and uh, in order to make a traditional scene, you have to be able to uh, isolate an actual virus, which they never isolated. How are you going to make a a scene without the actual viral strand itself? Um, And it was done all too fast. It was a whole bunch of different things. We all know what it is, but it's just sad that he tried to use that and then manipulate everyone else to do it. Remember when we went around uh, during the time of COVID, we were not supposed to be out and we went to the different uh, hospitals all over the place and, and the, the hospitals were empty. And then you go in the hospital, talk about, Hey, where's everybody with, you know, with, with, with the, with the, uh, with the problem, <laughs> we'll call it the problem. <laughs> and they'll say, well, they all on one ward. Like my my son, my son was born December of 2020. All right. And I'm in the hospital. I'm like, where, where's all the people at? You know, that's that's supposed to be sick. Well, they're all on one ward. I'm like, but there's no cars outside. How do they, you know, what's going on? Like it was, the hospitals were almost abandoned, like nobody there, you know? So it was just strange to see all that and witness it firsthand. And it was, uh, that was not just here in the United States. That was globally to where, I mean, you you had these, uh, I call them rogue media guys like myself. They would go in to different hospitals to try to find who was where. And a lot of people said, hey, I'm standing in the middle of the ER and there is nobody here. You got nurses on smoke breaks, you know, three hours a day, <laughs> you know? And so... What, what I find interesting is that, you know, we, we find out about the mRNA mm-hmm. that's being placed in these. And now it's in your body. And mm-hmm. to those who didn't take it are being manipulated into um, taking it anyway by way of uh, introducing this mRNA technology into the food that we eat. Now, my question is, Narrative, narrative of of it, right? The MRA yeah. technology, yeah. The narrative, yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure. Out, so what, what, what is mRNA, and why are they pushing it so hard to where they're trying? And I call it they're literally trying to infect the world with the technology. 
Somebody clear that up for me. Go Enoch. Go Enoch. Well, <laughs> yeah, I handed that one to you, brother. We're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look at definitions before I uh, before I take a baton. So, uh, one of the oh oh something happened to muted. your sound. You got muted. Oh my gosh! He got it muted. Was about to get, go the, go I to mean, your default. Go to your default. Man, did they mute him? Did they mute? Something happened. We were about to put extra pickles on that button. <laughs> can you wow. hear me now? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. What All happened? Right. Might have been my headphones. Um, I have wild speakers. My my wild speakers. <laughs> um, I have my uh, <laughs> I have my my uh, uh, my external speakers on. All right. So if you get any echoes, please let me know. All right. So the first thing we need to talk about is definitions. One of the so what we've been taught. Uh, through the whole COVID uh, uh, nonsense is that it, a, it's a virus um, uh, and it's a virus that's going around. And so then you need to understand what virus theory is. What is so what is a virus? What is um, what virus t- uh, theory teaches and what is actually true? Because all those three things are, 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 are very much separate. A virus doesn't exist ever as it's defined in virus theory uh, through doctors and um, uh, our medical community. A virus is in, within our cells. A virus exists within our cells and cleans our body. And then when our cells release the virus, right, that's when we catch a cold because it's releasing the toxins that we've been eating and then, uh, and for our body to get rid of through the uh, through the blood or and and secrete from from mm-hmm. wherever it's coming from, that is what a virus really is. There's no such thing as these little things floating around, mutating, and all. Oh no, no, that's not real, guys. It's it's virus theory is fake, and this whole pandemic is based on um, the the so-called science or pharmaceutical science, um, uh, and 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 you need to. <laughs> the the way that they have taught throughout for the last hundred years on on medical science and how it's been evolving is all just narrative evolving for for you to um, uh, for this particular time we're in right now believe it or not it's for for us to basically be uh, go to go through this 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 massive um, uh, uh, great reset so. So first of all, virus. The vi- to understand definitions, a virus is not something that floats around in the air. A virus is something within our bodies that our body naturally produces and cleans our system. Uh, second, uh, when we when when people took the injection or when people got before the injection, when people got sick, uh, they're like, "Well, no, COVID exists because we we have the uh, we have the." Um, uh, uh, my aunt got it. She got really sick in the hospital. Um, and, and when you look at the signs and symptoms of what what was going on through the, the COVID, it it was actually the signs and symptoms were not of a cold or a flu. The signs and symptoms mirrored venom, snake venom from snake the king cobra and the crate snake. Explain venom. that. Explain that. And they know how to synthetically... They know how to synthetically uh, uh, create this snake venom. So it's the protein peptides from the 
King Cobra, and the Crate Snake. And this goes into our water systems, which have been rebuilt over the last 40 years. So you drink it uh, through, through your water system. And people are like, well, how can that be possible? So many people would have to be in on it. No, you just have to purchase a conditioner, a conditioning uh, a chemical, and place that in the water, and you think that you're cleaning the water, and instead, you're, what you're doing is you're dumping you're dumping this, pro- and it it would be toxic. at this conditioning would be toxic at, at a at a um, direct level. So then you would have your PPE on when you're dumping it into the uh, um, into into your tanks to treat your water system. So when you drink it, and, and this is this is a true story. When I was doing my um, my my one video, the um, uh, the chimeric payload in the zombie apocalypse video. Um, in there, I talk about this, and I talk about how how this this could happen. And um, so you have the you have the protein peptides, and 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 as I'm writing the script and voicing this, I decided that day to have two pots of coffee. Uh, because I was I was really really working, and coffee for some reason just some reason I get lots of work done when I drink when I drink coffee. So I sat I made a pot, and um, the rest of the family hardly drank any. So I I drank almost a full pot, but I was really concentrating. I was getting this done because it's really important that I get this done so people understand what's going on. And so I made another pot, but I went straight from the tap, right? I I went straight from the mm. tap on both. And so later that night, later that night, I was I was finishing up, the, trying to finish up this, this thing. Later that night, all of a sudden, my kidneys hurt. All of a sudden, uh, I got this dark rush going through my entire body and just uh, like this, this painful, prickly warmth. And then that night, my heart, as I'm lying, as I'm as I'm lying down and uh, trying to go as I'm lying down and trying to go to sleep, uh, um the my heart is just thumping and i'm going through all of, i'm not all of them but i'm going through many of the signs and symptoms of snake venom poisoning not a flu not a uh i'm going through all of this because i'm writing it right now and it happens to me and it knocked me out for 12 14 days i still tried to work to get this video done it was ugh, it was not fun but i got it done and but that's 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 what COVID is. It is snake venom, and everyone is get or synthetic snake venom, and everyone uh, who's complaining, yes, it did exist, but it was not a virus. You've been poisoned. That's it. That's so how, that's what COVID was to scare everyone. So how do you think people right, were so poisoned? I can't hear anyone. Really? If I was talking over you guys, uh, I apologize. If you wanted to get a word in edgewise. So let me just can you hear me no okay i just want to add real quick to what enoch was saying i had spoken with um dr laura sanger multiple times and we had talked about the frequency of fear so fear will literally lower your immune system so i think we've seen a diversity of sicknesses along with what enoch was just filling us in on these interesting very interesting details the the frequency of fear because everybody is just messed up from covid i mean people are going to remember this and god willing we're here in 20 years on the on this planet <laughs> they're, they're going to remember covid okay and i think what happened was 
that frequency lowered people's immune system because they stayed stuck in a state of fear for so long that we've seen a diversity of different colds. But the water thing that you were saying, you know, that's that's just really yep. interesting. The synthetic snake venom. Can you can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Tori, okay. Yes. Yeah. So I was I was asking the question like you know how do you think some people were getting sick, some people weren't. You said they were putting it in the water. You think it was being put in the water? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It went in the water. So here's a question for people. And here's a question for you, Enoch. You know, when this COVID thing came out, it was 2019. And what else came online was 5G. Mm-hmm. 5G came online. The first people mm-hmm. to activate 5G was Wuhan. Now, we all know that radiation poisoning can make you, there's like a hundred and I don't know how much I got this list right here of symptoms that can happen. One of, and, and what happens is what happened with COVID. Now, in the United States, because I know that you're in um, Canada, they have literally, people who have worked on these towers have seen the Pfizer and COVID chip inside of the 5G tower. Inside mm-hmm. of the box, literally saying COVID before COVID hit the scene, before they turned the towers on. So how do you explain the radio? Because I, I I think that it's a combination of, of things. I think it is radiation yep. poisoning. I think it is the snake venom. And I also think it's because of some sort of technology that they put in this thing. What I don't know, um, but they did some. I think it's a combination, but something got turned on. The electromagnetic frequency yeah. plays a very big role. Yeah, so yeah. that with the frequency coming, because I mean, I've got the the thing right here, and I'm I'm gonna put it up so people can see it. I don't know if they can see this, but I have cars and and Tor, you know what this is? You know exactly what this is? Yeah, that's that's basically, uh, it's it's it's. Some people are highly sensitive to electromagnetic fields, mm-hmm. you know, and that can play a role into uh, how people would react once one is applied in the atmosphere. Um, we, we were doing a documentary called um, uh, New Towers of Babylon, right? And it had to deal with 5G. So it's interesting because we were going all throughout the different communities. We interviewed several different people that, uh, you know, had cases of where they, their bodies reacted to electric magnetic fields. And it's really weird. As soon as we were just about to finish this documentary, (laughs) uh, we were hacked and, and we weren't hacked just by like a regular hacker off the streets. (laughs) <laughs> we were hacked to the point in which it went into the got dog on what was it the actual um uh what's it called server yeah it was <laughs> it was ransomware without ransomware i actually i'm a name drop um mm-hmm. got in contact with my i call him my adopted nephew justin fall uh with the fall brothers and um told him about the do- he knew we were doing a documentary and all of that stuff in reference to 5g and we felt like you know lord's leading us to to warn people about it and that documentary is out on youtube so it is there and um 
the way that this, the way that they ransomware, the way that they took us down was like you said, through the network and they, every key I pressed, something went away. Toolbar went away. Uh, the other toolbar went away. Uh, your sound went away. No more camera and things. It got to the point where the whole screen turned white. No, the, the toolbar turned white and everything else turned black. It wasn't a virus. It wasn't anything else. So I talked to Justin about it. I said, I think we just got hacked. He said, ask me what happened. I told him what happened. And matter of fact, that we were getting ready. We were in post-production with this where we were doing editing. And what happened, I told him, I told him everything. And he said, you know what it is? You actually got hacked. He said, this is what you do. Next time you do a documentary, don't say anything online. Mm-hmm. Remember he said they told us, don't say nothing. You just get it, put it in the can, get it in the can, and then you can talk about it all you want because they... They can do that. They can come in. This is where I started learning about uh, how they can come through the network and, and take stuff. So they came in, took all of our information. Now, let me tell you the people that we inter- interviewed. I'm not going to give drop names on this one, and that's for their protection. But one of these people, their parents were very close friends with MLK. This person also works on Capitol Hill. This woman, when we got hacked and we wanted to re-interview her, she was scared to death. And we, we couldn't even interview the other guy. The other guy that, that was, was <laughs> that was military. These mm-hmm. cats scadoo, they would not return calls. They were like, nope, nope. Because they're they they are afraid. I mean, when we showed her the preview, just the trailer, she was like, No, I, you got you can't put my name in it. You can't do this. You can't I don't I don't like the way that this is called. I don't like, but that's how much of a stronghold that this government, not just this government, but the government of Satan works through fear, even right down to the people talking about this. And I mean, we had footage, we went to her house and this is where we found out about how she was very sensitive to electromagnetic. I mean, like she told us stuff that, I mean, it was incredible what she was telling us and how it affects the body. And, uh, this is the first time we heard the word naturopathic doctors. Um, she always walked around barefoot because she wanted to stay grounded. She's like, I don't want nothing between me and the earth, you know, just, just me and the earth. Um, it was, it, it was, it was, it was amazing video, amazing opportunity, but I'm telling you, it is, this is a real thing. I do believe, like I said, that the, that the 5g and the snake venom and the technology is working together. When they crank this thing up, people got so, and they turned it on because your body is not used to that level of frequency and radiation coming at it. It's got to adjust. Like you say, the virus and the exosomes that are in your body, it's got to try to adjust. But if you are not in the best of shape and best of health, you're going to be probably taken out and taken well, well, down. Let me ask a question. Let, let me jump in there and ask a question. Okay. So it's being taken out. Is that the end game? I mean, what is the point of the powers that be Number one, terrorizing, uh, making people ill, and then killing people. What is the point? That's the great deception, sir. And the the uh, the um, disclosure event. That's the purpose to create as many people for the kingdom of darkness to battle uh, mm. uh, to battle God. That's that's the goal. You got to make us dumb. We are the dumbest generation that's ever existed. 
you got to make us dumb so that we'll believe anything. I mean, as as a as a whole, right? The royal we, and then so we'll believe anything that that comes our way. And when all this, all of these false signs and wonders, the med beds are 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 going to be going to destroy people. They're going to fix people, but they're going to destroy people. Right? They're going to destroy explain their souls. Explain the med beds because I have. Um, I have a lot of people that I talk to and they are looking forward to these miraculous med beds that were given by, you know, who, who, who only knows how they got the technology, but apparently the med beds are going to change your DNA or to reset the body to a yeah. previous form. So why is that not a good thing? Well, you have to understand first, the, the med beds are going to be linked to AI it's going to use quantum technology and you well quantum technology now with when when quantum technology works again you need to understand the definitions of quantum technology what does that mean right so what is quantum entanglement well if you want quantum entanglement it's it's basically two particles uh that uh are codependent of each other so you change one thing on one particle the codependent particle wherever it is on whatever frequency it is, it doesn't have to exist in a frequency that you can see. Uh, whatever change you make with either particle, right? Just one at a time, the other one will change too. That's that's the spooky, Einstein called it the, the spooky, um, uh, some, anyway. Um, uh, Rod knows, you know, he, he talked about it earlier when we were chatting. Spooky that. action at a distance. Uh oh. I think his mic went out again. He lost his mic again. Yeah, oh, that's it. that's never any good. So we're so we're sitting on a situation, y'all, to where um, the food is poisoned, the water is poisoned, the air is poisoned, and everybody's swimming upstream with GMOs. <laughs> we got we got cows getting lit up with mRNA. They're putting mRNA in plants. I mean, we have genetically modified mosquitoes. We have genetically farm-raised fish. They're growing meat in a lab and trying to replace it to say it's the other white meat. I mean, what the crap is going on? The end game is to get us all killed, or the end game is to turn us all into uh, slaves of the system. And uh, as, as we were talking about earlier, I mean, we are going against God, and it's crazy. Crazy because a lot of this stuff is in the grand scheme of things. It looks like that the powers that be can't do it unless we agree to it. See, this and this in is order, Sorry. can you guys hear me now? And, yes. and, and in order to agree to it, they have to fool us into saying yes. And we talked about this early with the Hegelian dialectic. But um, Tori, you were going to yeah. say something, and after Tori, we're going to go back. Yeah, right. to Absolutely. I, I was just going to say this. With everything you just said, water, air, food, they've poisoned. And that's just showed you just how powerful uh, our God is because the devil has been trying to destroy us from day one. And it's literally, we, we are living a miracle each and every day that you open up your eyes for the next day. Seriously. With everything that your body is enduring, even down to the baths and the, and the showers you take, you know, being your skin is the living or the biggest living organism that you have. 
and it gets absorbed with all of these toxins, never mind the things that we eat. It's a living miracle that we open up our eyes every single day. It's the reason why prayer, you know, when you go to sleep, when you wake up, when you eat is so necessary. We should be praying all the time. But yeah, we're going to go right back to the Enoch. Please finish up with what you were trying to uh, yeah, educate sure. us on. Yeah. So, all right, so the med beds, so you have the quantum entanglement. And so, so again, you have, you have the two codependent particles. Now, when you go into the med bed, well, where's the other codependent particle? They have to make it, right? So they have to make that codependent par- particle, whether it's digital, right? Or whether the codependent particle is um, a clone of you. Right, whether it is a physical clone, it doesn't matter. Just, just so you know, you can be digital, uh, you can be digitized. And if you watch the um, the show Devs, you'll you'll understand how uh, you you'll get some insight into into that. But so anyway, you go into the med beds; they create a copy of you, right? To for that for that spooky action to uh, to happen. So so with the quantum entanglement, you go into the med beds, and now they'll send the frequency right through through your body this is the corruption right i'm not i'm not talking about the good stuff i'm talking about the the corruption of the frequency to and what it does it is it will excite the fibroblasts in your body this is me this is me exciting the fibroblasts with my finger here so 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 it'll excite <laughs> the fibroblasts in your body uh, into healing and replication so then you'll grow a new tooth and how does this work well it's called biofeedback so you lie down in this bed and it will it will go up the scale of frequency through the body to find out what is going on, what's wrong with you, right? What what poisons do you have in your body? What do they need to get rid of? What is feeding back that shouldn't be there? And then it will send the frequency to regrow a tooth for you, to regrow an arm if you've lost it uh, in a war, to whatever, if you have cancer, if you if you if you're one-eyed willy, whatever. You're, you'll uh, you'll get a new body part, and so that's and that's the lure of of this. But now you've gone into the med bed. They have your frequency now. They also have the greatest chip that has ever existed, and that is your brain. You don't need these um, these all. What is uh, uh, Elon Musk making the the chip? Um, that's a that's a that's a, a false flag. I'm not saying that they're not making it. I'm I'm saying that it, they're making it, but it's not going to be used. It is a look over here, and then the, you go into the med pads because because you don't you all of a sudden find out that oh this chip is made to control you. No 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 no. You go into the frequency. You go into these frequency uh, uh, beds, these med beds. They scan your frequency. They create a uh, through quantum entanglement. They create your copy, and at any time they can make changes themselves to that. To that, to that copy, and it can affect you. Secondly, you've given them the frequency to your mind, and your mind is the chip. And LED lights that we have in our home is a broadcast. It's it's a it's a dual system. It's a transmitter and a receiver, because uh, an LED is also a, uh, the technology that is in our solar panels, right? So you can they what do they do? They absorb the sun rays and. Uh, in our house, they release the light, uh, uh, and it's all it's all digital though. It's all turned to digital stuff. Now, now, um, so your your frequency is is uh, uh, you've given them the frequency. You've given them the the tools in your of 
to access your mind. You've given them permission because you're using it, right? That's contract permission. And then uh, after uh, after that, you have, what is it, uh, a mind of skull control. So uh, all of a sudden you can start seeing um, fantastic miracles right in front of you. No one else could see it, but you could see it. And so that's where testing the spirits come in. Because if mm. you rebuke it and it doesn't go away, that's AI. That is not some demonic entity. That is AI in control, not, uh, and, and AI isn't something that you can, you can quite rebuke in the same in the same sort of way well let me it, ask you two questions let me jump in yeah. let, let me ask you two yeah questions. of course or i'll just keep going yeah you you mentioned um you know we, we, we were talking about the the med beds and having arms and teeth replaced and all this other kind of stuff so would that make you transhuman no it wouldn't what about uh i mean when you put the technology in your body no your body's that, regrowing it your body is regrowing it right it's not it's not that that uh, um, any any other external. It's the fibroblasts in your body that are d- rebuilding it, mm-hmm. right? It is the changes then that you could go through when you choose when you choose to um, accept the gifts, the false gifts, uh, the the mark, the uh, to transform you into an extraordinary being, right? Now that that right there is so tempting, especially to the the younger generation because when you're talking about um you'll be able to jump you know 50 55 inches everybody's gonna be like hey i could be jordan let's go do that oh you're thinking small well i mean you know gotta crawl before you walk (laughs) right right yeah okay but but let me but let me ask you another question uh you were talking about the leds and as of late as a few years ago I noticed there were a change. There was a lot of changes going on out in the street. I don't know if they're doing it up there in Canada. Yep, they're doing it everywhere. Um, but here in the United States, I was, I've been, you know, I think Mary now, she she shared it with me, made me pay attention. The lights are being changed. The street lights are being changed to these weird purple LEDs. What is, uh, any idea what that's all about? Just a, just a curiosity of mine. Hey, it's mood lighting. No. LED LED lighting, it's digital light and then uh, uh, but as far as why a specific color, I haven't researched into that at all. So if Mary understands. Yeah, I have an answer to that. That's basically a communicator. It also can read because there's been videos of people who have gotten the vaccine I'm saying it, Tori. You ain't got to say it. I'm going to say it, okay? At this point, I don't even think they can, nor do I. Um, but people have put in them a light, like a ultraviolet light, which is what those are, on their veins. And their veins, you can see, turn green. Like a... Oh, purple light. Yeah, oh, okay. Purple, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. Yeah, right. the purple yeah. light. So Party we, central. We have these all over Maryland now. And it seems like no matter where I drive, you're starting to see them a lot. And what LED lights will do also is take the melatonin out of your system as well. So you can't sleep at night. You're looking at a screen like I know I'm having a difficult time sleeping at night. I'm looking at the screen and I got these LED um, lights here. Now, they communicate. You know, we, when we did our documentary, we had somebody on by the name of Brandon. Forgot, I think it's Simeon. And Brandon specializes in 
knowing how these things communicate, these LED lights communicate information back. It can even pick mm-hmm. up your voice and sell that information back to the power company. And the power company will then in turn sell that information to whoever's the highest bidder is because they're not looking at the actual usage of the electricity. They're looking at the data that is being collected. So if you got people who have this stuff in their body, their biometrics and everything, including, like you said, their thoughts, what they're seeing. In other words, we're doing black mirror and all of that stuff is being set up and gone back to AI or D wave. Okay. In a way, you know, and, and to me, that is a form of you're changing a person because you're changing them. Even with their thoughts, their thoughts are not their own. Their action is not their own. Nothing they do is their own. So it becomes, uh, it's an intrusion. It's a way for them to track you because they can tell who has what. If you go under that light and you don't have what they have, it's a way to track you. This is another reason why they want everything to be electric vehicles because it can work. You know what I'm saying? They, they want, they're trying to get rid of the propane. Right? right. That's the reason why they want to get rid of the gas sco- stove and want everybody to go electric. It gives control and it also tells them how you're using it and they can curtail the way you use it. It's just, when I say the enemy wants to be like God, he wants to have complete and utter power through the technologies that he has presented to mankind to actually implement. Okay. Yeah, the when, you have, when you have a lot of technology and the power structure doesn't like you, uh-huh. they can eliminate you yeah. with the push of a button there was, and they can, they can eliminate a huge mass of people with the with push, push, of, with we, push of you know, we, are, we like to talk about nuclear war with Russia and China. Well, with this technology, nuclear bombs will never have to be dropped. They okay. can just press a button and shut everybody off. Yep. Shut you down. Med, the med beds are the start of the uh, apocalypse. The med beds are the start of the tribulation, and because the med beds will give will give um, the uh, 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 well the the fallen and all of their little minions basically an artificial godlike omnipotence. Yeah, and it's funny that you're. This is a good segue to the mark of the beast thing because I'm going to read Revelations 13, starting at chapter. I'm um, starting at chapter 13, verse seven. And it says, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints. Okay. Means he's, he's coming after the saints and to overcome them guys. For those of you who think you're going to get raptured out of here. So you don't have to go through nothing. That's the most cowardly thing you can do. We're going to go through something. What you're saying is you don't want to go through anything. But they were told, but they were told by the pastor. Don't care what they're going to get raptured out of here. Trash. And again, you just heard it from somebody who grew up Catholic that that was what they were taught. That was brought on by the Catholic church. But let me continue. It says here to make war with the saints and it shall overcome them. And power was given to him over the kindred and tongues and nations and all that dwell on the earth shall worship him. Names who the were not written in the book of were not written in the book of life unto the lamb's of this foundation of the, of the earth. Now here's the thing. I'm going to go all the way down to verse. Um, well, if you go, if you can read the rest of it, basically, basically you have to worship this thing to get the mark. Okay. You'll see it three times in the book of revelation chapter 13. 
It's all about worshiping. And I can see how the med beds could be something that they would worship because it's restoring what they, you know, oh, we can make things better. We can, you lost that tooth, throw it back. You lost that limb, grow it back. You lost your eyesight, now it's back. Now you, you know, you you're you got diabetes and heart trouble and whatever it is you got, we're gonna go ahead and make that new through the med beds. People will worship that and will rely on the healing powers and attributes of that instead of going to God almighty and asking and making your request known. So I strongly believe that that is something that I can see happen. I really do. People will, people will do anything to try to maintain life. Even if it's transhumanism where people are putting things in their body. Tori, you remember we did a show on this about people putting directional things in their, on their hand and on every fingertip in their forehead. One guy had an antenna coming up like this. It was ridiculous. But people are doing, trying to change their very existence. And I can't hear you if you're talking, Tori. Unmute yourself. Well, I'll, 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 I'll fill in while he's getting himself together. Um, a lot of this stuff is, is created by secret societies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the one percenters. I mean, we've heard of the Freemasonry, the Bilderbergs, all, all of this. And it's funny because most of this stuff is uh, in the public domain. And what's crazy is that with the pandemic, if you've noticed, they told us about the pandemic and then it happened. Now, if you're paying attention, they are going to tell us what's happening and you're going to see it happen. Like they've already told us that number two is coming around mm-hmm. and it's going to happen. And but what is here, number two? That's a good look. There was supposed to be a number two pandemic. Yeah. We don't necessarily know what that is. However, we've heard about uh, a bat. What is it? A Mary, a bacterial infection yeah, coming out of the that's fungus. A, that's that's going to be fungus. It's a, remember, we did that show also on how they already got it planned out like event 201 and it's supposed to take place in St. Paul, Minnesota. They did a scenario of it. Marquise, we actually talked about it too. And it's supposed to come out in 2025. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. And and not just that, they, they talking about a fungus too. I mean, the next astrophic event could be a fungus that, 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 um, pretty much, uh, is the reason why they're trying to heat up the world. I know you're about to say, I, I see it in your face. I see it in your face. Even I, that, that, that more than likely could be it um, with, with the fungus thing. But what I wanted to mention with what with, uh, Mary was talking about as far as um, some of the things that, that we noticed and, and what, that we saw when it, when it came to um, uh, uh, the events, 201, and what they're going to be doing and stuff like that, it it's it's inevitable that that the, the happen in a way it's going to be happening and it's it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't see it in the way that we all can see it but it's just they just talk about a chosen few <laughs> a chosen few only a chosen few will be able to see these types of things and it's just absolutely crazy i'm glad i got this mic working hopefully it can continue to work but but talk about what what the possibilities are with a fungal virus uh as the next big pandemic well, we, we moved on from COVID because my microphone, I figured out what's happening. It's static. Electricity is hitting us. It's snowing here in Calgary. Oh, um, wow. And we, so I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting static uh, going on. So every time I touch something and the static goes through, it resets my microphone and I got to wait about 30 seconds and then it restarts. So that's what's going on. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so with, co- with COVID, right, 
they weaponized the common cold. They also had made the common cold uh, lethal, right? Fear. So in in this new one, they're gonna yeah they're gonna weaponize uh, the fungus, or they're gonna they're gonna weaponize parasite uh, uh, with within the body. So that's so that's but it's going to be something harmless. They're going to say it's something that is actually harmless that is killing us so that we will frantically, you know, um, uh, um, try to, try to heal ourselves with that, with that knowledge. We can't heal ourselves. We will require their uh, new vaccine. Um, But people will run for it. They will be in utter fear because of what that, um, new issue is with the fungus that will slowly turn us into uh, creatures <laughs> zombies <laughs> yeah you hate to say the word but I mean I mean but that, that but right the there kind of leads into the whole that leads into the whole depopulation because yeah. think of I mean just some years ago we had the bath salts quote unquote the bath salts incident of, of what was what is that 2010 or something like mm-hmm. that where yeah where somebody apparently had a little bad batch of bath salts and they were going around eating people's faces off. Yeah. yeah. Now imagine now it wasn't bath salts because they, the, I know the person that I'm thinking, I think this guy was in Florida. They tested him. He didn't have anything in his system. So what could it have been unless they didn't tell us about whatever it was that they found? Yes. The conspiracy guy is activated, but imagine if you will, having a city full of people that got that switched turned on activated and 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 how do you get it in your body well they just gave the whole world certain shots a great opportunity for people to go off crazy and get zombified and i don't know if y'all know this or not but the united states military and the cdc has already prepared for a zombie yeah They've already and they put that out on on television. They put it out for everybody to see. So for me, knowing the big play, it you know, they gotta tell you before they do it. It's just a matter of when. My job as a husband, as a father, as a friend, is to let people know that it's, you know, the possibility is there. Whether you believe it or not, that's that's not for me. I'm just telling you. You know, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just here to tell you. But my job should, like your job, should be to understand the game of the of the wilds of the devil and move and move away from it as far as you can. Prepare yourself the best you can. Go ahead, Mary. She's she's Boy. muted. Why? Why oh, she's muted? Yeah, she she. I'm sorry. Do I she, do I yeah. dare show this this yes. uh, this map of what would happen in hours if there was a zombie apocalypse? Because I have it up. There, show it. Yeah, let's do it. Dare and then, and then, if we want, I can talk about stuff that you guys can do um, yourselves, if with concerns. So it's not just all fear mongering. Okay. I can give you um, your some some knowledge, other knowledge to help. Well, here it is. They actually put a simulation of what would happen if the zombie apocalypse took place, and you can pick pick any place in the United States. So I'm going to pick, let's say, a DC area. I'm going to click. So I just clicked it and I want you to see the time is going and you'll see that this is coming. You see how it's spreading. Okay. It is spreading right now. So we're at, are you, are you showing? You got to share your screen. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Let me do it again. 
All right, let me do it again, y'all. Hold on. <laughs> this this is what happens. Technology. Oh no, I, I see it on the back side. I don't. I, I see it on the front side, Mary. I see it on the viewer side. Yeah, that's I what I mean. Like, the viewers side. need to oh, see okay, this. Okay, yeah, okay, the viewers okay, need great, to see great, this. Great, so great. I mean, if y'all can see this, we have fifty. You know, go go and uh, go and take a look at it. Um, so we're at sixty-two hours, and you can see how it spread now into uh, Pennsylvania and parts of New, uh, parts of Virginia and everything. I let this thing run. Why me and Marquise was doing an interview, I think, for his show. I'm not sure. And this thing grew and grew and grew. But it tells you how much traction it gets if somebody has this bacterial infection that causes them to have zombie-type qualities and how fast it spreads across the country. So I don't know if anybody could see that. I'm sure you guys should be able to. Um, let me see if hey, I Hey, Mary, see, you, huh? you've seen these... Uh, what do they call these zombie insects? Yes. And those things are frightening. They, yeah. To where they were infected by what? What were they infected by? I, it, I, I think it was, I, I think remember. it was a virus, wasn't it? Or it, no, a it bacterial. Was, it, was a parasite. it was, parasite. it was, a, no, it was, it was, it was like a bacteria, bacteria. or something. But I, I find that pretty interesting that, you know, I don't remember seeing it back in the eighties. <laughs> But I, I'm seeing it more and more now. I don't know if that's something we can look forward to. Just saying. But look can at you this. Imagine if, can you imagine if your dog got ran over by a car and he got up and his body was folded in half, but he's still running around? Hmm. Now I mean, when you see these zombie bugs and stuff, they're half their body's missing. Somebody wants the link to this map. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what it, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, right click it and... Uh, I'll send it to you. Anybody else want a copy of this? I'm going to put it in Rumble and I'm going to put it where it's being streamed so that you can um, look at it for yourself and get an idea of what's going on. Um, it, but, it is it is a mess. Look at that. We're at 210 hours, 211 hours. It's pretty much got the northeastern part of the United States on lock. Imagine, like, the, imagine the media blackout. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like liberalism. It's like yeah. we're watching you, liberalism that's, as it spreads can, across. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, I just want to make sure. Yeah, so I just took it, this it's down. weird because look, in Zechariah, uh, uh, in the Bible, Zechariah uh, 14, 12, it says, and this shall be, a, be the plague wherewith the Lord uh, will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem with their flesh shall consume away. Uh, while they stand upon their feet and their eyes shall consume away into their holes and their tongues shall consume away into their mouths. So it's like it, it, it talks about the, the living dead and people not being able to die, even if they wish to in, in the Bible, right. you know, so it's. Well, we have another <laughs> one that could be nuclear war, too. And we also got another one for nuclear war. Mm -hmm. war. These are simulations, guys. <laughs> These assimilations. And and because we're talking about end time stuff, we're talking about, you know, transhumanism. We're also talking a little bit about war and whatnot. I'm going to go mm -hmm. ahead and put this up. So while you guys are putting that up, let me just talk a little bit about uh, nuclear fallout and how you don't have to be afraid of it. Because it is a false flag. Mm. The, the nuclear, um, 
the Ukraine when Chernobyl went right. So this, I'm just using this as an example, and then uh, I've uploaded I've uploaded a, a video in the library that that will give you way more detail. But if you, what does radiation do? Right, radiation uh, cooks you from the inside, as we're told. Right, it is something that you can't stop. Uh, it happened in Japan. We can't stop it, and they sent. Uh, they sent scientists to uh, into the um, uh, facility and, the, and they died, right? No, they didn't. So <clears throat> when you look at Chernobyl, Chernobyl, is, it's like it's supposed to be polluted for thousands of years. So <laughs> when people put drones all the way through Chernobyl, radiation doesn't just harm human beings. Radiation harms plants. It harms animals. It harms every living thing. Okay, when you go over Chernobyl, it is lush. It is beautiful. It is reclaimed by nature. There are animals everywhere, and uh, there is no. The only place where it looks desolate is actually at the plant because of decay, because of constant rain. Since what, when, when did it happen? The seventies. Yeah. Um. So, so so constant constant rain and lack of maintenance. So what? What it really, what Chernobyl really was, was for the corrupt uh, governments to reclaim land that citizens couldn't go in out of fear, and if they would stay out because of fear. There was a, um, a a man speaking out who who worked in the uh, nuclear um, facilities before the narrative of it will kill you uh, started coming out. So they, they worked with it every day. They didn't have any gloves on. They didn't have masks on. They, they just wore their everyday clothes. And But because he was in it for so long, soon he was ahead of the power plants that were coming out in the uh, 50s and 60s. So what he would do, because everyone was, uh, there were these orders that you had to now watch your radiation stuff where you get radiation burns. And he was like, well, that's not true. None of this is true. What's going on? Uh, so what he, what he would do is uh, in the morning or at the night when, when people are, are out there working, he'd go and swim in the glowing pools to show them there's nothing to be afraid of. And he'd, so he'd, he'd do his exercises in, in the glowing pools. Uh, radiation doesn't harm you. So when they start to tell you, you know, stay indoors, radiation, you're fine. The animals, you can hunt them as long as they don't have the wasting disease that's mm. going that they're infected with. Um, you can, yeah, it, yeah, you're 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 perfectly fine. There is a, as I said, there is a um, video you can you can watch. I will even upload it uh, in the chat uh, on Rumble. Uh, it's it's also in my Telegram chat. If you go to the rundown of reality. Uh, and in there is a Telegram link. You can join the group or just click into the group and uh, get what you need. You don't have to join. I mean, I'll be sad that you didn't, but that's okay. So, so <laughs> thank you for that. So right now we're going to go ahead and bring this to a close. Any last words from the round table? There's so much more we need to discuss. <laughs> there is. Like in, there there is. But this is the three-hour event, and I see Mary's lips moving, but we don't hear anything coming out of her mouth. I'm sorry. I, I'm getting tired, guys. We've been on here for... <laughs> I haven't seen that this thing since... But, uh, it, listen. <clears throat> so this is a what now moment, right? Yep. So let's go back to what do we do now that we know this information? And we didn't even touch 
all the stuff. We touched like maybe 25% of this. Mm. Okay. Um, what now? What What are we going to do? What's going to happen? Um, how can we get over this? Uh, is there a way I can protect my family? Uh, what, you know what? I'm going to say this. The best thing you can do is get into God. This is where your security is. This is where mm-hmm. your, your strong tower is. This is where you'll find peace. Your lifeline. This is your yeah. This is your <laughs> lifeline, because we have people now who are still afraid of what any little thing that goes on, because they don't have their trust in Jesus Christ. They have their trust in anything man is making. They don't understand that this Lord that's in this matter of fact. When you say Lord, you, you tell, you're saying King. You don't realize that this right here, which is the living Word of God can keep you from so many things. And not only that, not only can it keep you and protect you, but if you are born again in Jesus Christ and you believe on him and you get baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost now will give you gifts. You can get gifts of the spirit like discernment because you're going to need discernment in these last days to know what is true and what's not true. He'll give you peace so that when you see calamity all around you, it's not going to bother you because you know that you have security in Christ Jesus, you know, you have that going on. It will give you self-control. So you're not going to be going out here just doing a knee-jerk reaction to everything. Let me go get the next shot, the booster, 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 or whatever it is that they tell you you got to get. Because you put your trust and you believe fully in 100%, no and if or birds about it, no qualms, in the saving power of Jesus Christ by hook or by crook. Now, if the saving proud, pro, let me let me just say this. A friend of mine, his name is James Fraser, used to say, you'll get healed in one way or the other, either on this side of Jordan or on the other side of Jordan. It doesn't matter. It's come if it, if you're in Christ, you're going to get the healing one way or the other. Don't be afraid of getting the healing on the other side of Jordan. Don't cling to this flesh so much. Don't put so much confidence in it and try to preserve that which is dying from from conception. Don't do that because the moment you do that, you pretty much forfeit your happy. You forfeit everything. It's like you have to choose you this day who you're going to serve. Who are you going to believe in? Are you going to believe in I don't know. I don't know what, I, I don't know. Tori Tor just wrote something. I didn't know what that said, but, um, you, you still have the, you still have the thing up that people are looking at the apocalypse. I think um, that's because yeah. they got to refresh it. It is, it's, it's not up anymore. It's been down. Okay. Um, okay. it's probably lag time. Um, okay. but I'm going to, I'm going to say it like this again. You have to put your, your trust in Christ. You have to dig in deep with the world. If with the word, if you don't, this right here will consume you and you will only think about what's to come. Now, a lot of people always criticize us of promoting the devil and promoting fear. We're not promoting devil. We're not promoting fear. What we are doing is exposing that which is dark. You know, second Corinthians says this second Corinthians two eleven says let Satan should get an advantage of us. We're not supposed to be ignorant to the devil's devices, but we have people who want to be ignorant. We have people who don't want to know. I understand it's scary. You know, it's not what you've been taught by your pastor. That's been your mama's pastor, your grandmama's pastor, your great grandmama pastor and all this other stuff. This is generational within the church denomination, but you have got to get out of that and you have to be as wise as serpents and as harmless as doves, but you have an obligation 
as a saint of God, which means a saved individual to stand on the rock and don't get off. All right. Plant your feet on the rock. Don't get off. And when you're on the rock, there's nothing that can harm you. And even if your body gets attacked, understand that it cannot hinder your eternal soul. I mean, that belongs and the spirit of God is in you. You're good to go, but this is going to go back to the dust. Anyway, dust. We are dust. We're going to return it in Hebrews. It said it's appointed for man to die at least once. The problem that we have is that we have people who are not afraid, who people who are afraid to die are people who are not sure of their election. They're not sure of their salvation. If this is shaking you up, if this is rattling you, if this is triggering you, you need to do self-examination and find out whether or not you truly believe in God 100% wholeheartedly. This is where your help comes from or, you know, I mean, and just do some evaluation and whatever you're lacking, get in this word and find out what you can do to not be lacking and do what it says. Look, we need to start being obedient to the word. It's okay to learn this stuff. Like I said, well, there's a lot of stuff we didn't cover tonight. 25%, I would say we covered. There's so much we could have done. We didn't do. We actually are over our time right now. But I'm going to tell you this. If you don't take nothing from this, take this. No matter what comes from, no matter what the devil does, no matter what he tries to do to you, you have to stand on the rock. Pastors, if you're listening, bishops, if you're listening, evangelists, if you're listening, teachers and preachers, if you're listening, start teaching people to endure so that they don't get crushed by what's coming. We ain't even talking, you know, that's plain and simple. Start. It's okay to preach the word, preach the word, but also Jesus preached the word. But guess what Jesus also said? These are the things that's going to come upon the earth. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. They're going to be daughters against the mothers, mothers against the daughters, sons against the father, father against the son. You're going to see things in diverse places, these earthquakes and all this stuff going on. So guess what? You know, it doesn't matter. All of these things Jesus said has to happen. Don't get so caught up in it to where you just talk about this stuff morning, noon, and night. You sleep with the blanket of COVID. You know what I mean? You got a COVID blanket. It's got the little, 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 uh, what they call the uh, spiky looking proteins all over it. You know, you done went and got that graphic all over them. You got COVID. I couldn't believe they actually sold that. COVID draws and whatnot. You got shot tattoos and all this. I already got my, I mean, I've seen tattoos where somebody got a, a syringe on their arm talking about I've been inoculated with Jesus. I mean, y'all getting crazy with this stuff. Y'all need to understand that you have got to stay in Christ Jesus. That's your out. Jesus gives us an out. They yes, always give us, a, they always give us an out. You got to know if there's an out though. If you're not in Christ Jesus, you're not born again. You are not filled with the spirit of God. You will not know where that out is. And you would take your own out. You have to understand it's getting dark out here. The lap, the look, the scriptures of God, his word is a lamp to our feet. We need to know where we're walking and how we behave and everything. I mean, you cannot just do this. You can't do this on a wing and a prayer. There's no amount of education and books you can read and put out that's going to prepare you other than the word of God and getting in Christ Jesus. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that long. How did you say, Mary? How did you say, even though the sun is shining bright, it's still dark out here? Yeah, it is. It is. Anybody else want the last word? Can't hear you, Enoch. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what. Well, I, yeah, I was going I was going to take one. I I I'll say yeah, this. Ahead, hopefully, ahead. hopefully with everybody that's watching out there tonight, hopefully you guys got some out of this, you know. <clears throat> I know we talked about a lot of different things, 
um there are some things that are in rumble that you guys can can look at i know uh enoch put some things in there um but we just want everybody to understand that there's more to this world than just what they give you on cnn or or what they give you on ms uh what is it i I don't even look at tv anymore so i don't even know the news shows at the moment but the mainstream media you're not going to get your information that you're going to need that's viable to your life outside of the of, of the word of God, just like Mary new said. Media really new media too. New media too. Yeah, the new media too. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I hope you guys really got something out of this, and we hope to you know probably well since we only touched on twenty five percent of it, uh, we'll we'll have a part two at one point. But go ahead and uh, and, and say what you were feeling, uh, Enoch. I was just going to say I know. Uh, um that Marquise and I were planning on getting together and chatting about zombies. Um, but uh, what we can also do is we can take the list that we're uh, planning or that we were planning for, for tonight. And I can just uh, unleash the, uh, the, the, the craziness. And it's not me. I'm just reporting what I find. I am the messenger. You get, please don't shoot the messenger. The messenger is just doing his job. Um, but yeah, we can go over it. We can, I mean, I can go as long as you can, man. Um, that is the crack release, the Kraken. Exactly. My <laughs> friend. So, and, and cause I know, I know Rod does so much work with his podcast, but he's just one man. Um, and I, his podcast needs to stay that, that high quality. Mm. Um, I don't care about mine. I can just, I, I mean, I, I like to do that. I can just release it on, on my channel, run down a reality. Uh, I won't speak, uh, for Marquise, but if he wants to, um, just release a, us blabbing on and not worry about, um, editing it. Cause then that would be a nightmare. It's me. I have, I, I say so many ums and ands and repeat myself so often. Like you'll, you'll want to shoot like could the end come today when you start editing, when I speak, trust me it's it's a nightmare so anyway i just i just wanted to throw that out there um uh, keep your eyes open um uh, uh, marquise his channel um and uh fire fire um i always want to come on uh, man come on man fire on. fireback radio not fire, yeah fireback radio and then um the millennial must see uh, uh, is one as well and we're we're uh, ncrn and um, and I, I am doing a lot of these talks also on Camp Hermon. Uh, uh, I'm a little bit more uh, um, held back in Camp Hermon because we do have uh, Judd, uh, Dr. Judd Burton, uh, our. Um, uh, but anyway, so so I, I'm I'm worried about go- really unleashing in stuff because you know people are afraid and uh, of <laughs> of the truth. So so uh, anyway. That's that's I'm I'm offering this to, to everyone. If we just want to launch out and just do an open uh, anytime, you guys want to you guys want to do it. We'll we'll just do it and then we can put it on our channels and and have some. Uh, oh, and also um, we could talk about uh, what what you guys can do to help combat what's what's been going. So those of you who have taken the jab, you can. There are things that you can do. Um, anyway, uh, but uh, uh, and I think Rod and I talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so you can go on to the show with Enoch, Enoch P, and uh, uh, on the Millennial Mustard Seed, and, and I talk about uh, the stuff that you can do uh, in that in that show. And yeah. scene. I just want to say something real quick. A lot of work goes in behind the scenes, so I just want to thank you, Mary, Callie, and, and just for everybody here. 
but just the time and organizing this and praying over this and the diligence to make this happen because you know a lot of people have viewed tonight and i hope that you guys as viewers will keep us in prayer those of you who believe in christ and um it's encouraging to see the willingness just to come together and uh, sharing each other's gifts sharing our perspectives and warning the people as to what's to come and uh, i just want to read a small piece of scripture here the lord watches over all who love him psalms 145 20 so love the lord by keeping his word by keeping his commandments and it was an honor to be here with everybody you guys are all phenomenal like seriously i'm just humbled and, and excited to have been here with you guys this is great likewise my friend Absolutely. and uh i will end i will end by telling you a little bit about the uh 501c3 by definition with the churches and you can take this to your pastors and if you want to know about it talk, talk to your pastor or better yet don't even talk to them listen to how they preach now, this thing says the law requires churches to operate mainly for religious reasons. Um, the means the means must steer clear of political lobbying and from officially endorsing any particular candidate running for public office. Furthermore, churches that openly speak against anything the government legalizes, mm. even declarations considered immoral mm. by the church system, such as same-sex marriage, mm. abortion, and euthanasia, will forfeit their tax-exempt status. Now, go to your church and listen, because if your pastor is not speaking against sin because all they're doing is talking about the love of the Lord. If he's not talking about going against sin and what sin looks like, mm -hmm. so you would be able to recognize it, then you know that that's a 501c3 institution and your preacher is slithering in that around like a snake because they don't have a freaking backbone. Yeah, I said it. Mm. You ain't got to like it, but it is what it is. Uh, this is Brother Marquise with Fireback Radio. Come see me. <laughs> oh. say, come see. Catch me outside. Catch me outside. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm with a bunch of great people and uh, I, I appreciate the opportunity as well to be with some of the most beautiful people that I've ever met. And uh, we are unapologetic, uh, what is it called? Unapologetically with the Lord. So, you know, we, we're going to be fine. You know, we're going to be real fine. So, for Rodney Smith Jr., Enoch Petrus, Mary Callie, and Toy Trogdon, this is Brother Marquise, and you have been here with us for a few hours. Thank you. And uh, you may see us again sooner than later. Uh, have a great night, everyone. <laughs>